0: Funny, that's horror movie podcast episode 136. I'm uh, I'm i'm Nicholas. I'm here with Farrell and Mel's own. <laughs> yeah. oh, you well, remembered, damn it. <laughs> Wait,
1: what? Who the hell is Farrell? Oh, oh,
2: the middle <laughs> of... You're the one that asked him to do it, you son of a bitch.
1: Isn't it true? He
2: said,
0: Yeah, introduce us by our middle
2: names. I thought you were with Rose the Hat here with this guy with a chapeau today. <laughs> hey, look at this thing. <laughs>
0: oh. Look at this handsome fucking lad. He looks like he's yeah. 19. He
2: looks great. It looks like he's about to rob me. <laughs> give me right, 50, dog. give me 50 loons. You fuck. Where was that Where was that hat 10 shows ago? <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: Where was that joke 5 years ago? <laughs> all right oh, oh, yeah hey can you do me a favor i feel like i'm drunk can you unblur your background please <laughs> change the, get
2: off the blur okay i'll take it off the blur.
1: i hate the Wait, blur were you
2: two assholes skyping late I last night
1: i wasn't skyping but i see i missed another call from mike merriman every saturday night at four in the morning i miss a call from mike Merriman. <laughs> amazing
0: okay there I'm
1: we like... go ah that's good my eyes feel better i don't like that blur in the background well yeah, oh, you don't, eh?
2: <laughs> Alright, here goes.
1: <laughs> Is there any way to not blur the background but to blur the person?
2: Yeah, that joke was cracked <laughs> last yeah. episode.
1: No, it wasn't, was it? <laughs> I think so. I,
2: I wish you could blur the fo- oh no, I did that at work. I asked one of my coworkers to yeah, blur the that foreground. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that's hilarious.
2: Ah <laughs> oh, me.
1: Oh. <laughs> Uh, maybe I crack myself. Yeah, I do.
2: I mean, I'm not gonna <laughs> yeah. lie. Everybody on the sh- everybody that listens to the show knows it. I laugh the hardest at my own jokes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we all laugh at our own jokes. It's a fact. It's you know the guy said it I told you, it's you... true, you know. Speaking of yeah, we're up to two
2: hundred, aren't we? Yeah. Wow. Have they turned positive those <laughs> last they... days? Did Nikki listen to us finally? I changed my opinion. These guys are uh these guys are all right. I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
0: know. I don't know if uh Tricky Nikki did anything. Yeah. Oh, Of course, My this, the simplest things, like like searching something on a phone, just do not work at this hour for me. So, I can't look it up. This it might hurt me
2: late. 12pm, all fine, but
1: <laughs> between 9 and 10am. Uh, I, I don't the busiest hour for podcasting. I slept in, right, because I
2: fell asleep right after the movie last night. I don't know what happened. I had to drive my family all over creation. The only reason there's I'm not, I have a more of a complaining tone to my voices because we have been cooped up. So it's kind of nice to get out. And it was a beautiful day yesterday. However, I spent every possible spare moment driving someone around. It was great. That's worse than work.
0: That's it worse than Because you could just yeah. be home, you know? I can, I can drive by myself. I could drive by myself for exactly. across the country. But having passengers, it's a whole other story. I just, you know. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. I just want to listen to my music and stuff, and it's oh, okay. Exactly. When I got Podcast, in the car music,
2: me, Stern. You know, you don't have to be told that you took that turn a little too quick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. You know wrench. how you can take that turn you know, slower? Walk it. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Anyway. Well, see, I got to ask you, since you're out driving all over, you know, the beautiful land of Canada yesterday, I was wondering, <laughs> by any chance, did, I come did you happen to come across? Oh, did you come across Ogo Pogo?
2: Ogo Pogo, what the hell's Ogo, Ogo Pogo? Ogo is? Pogo,
1: isn't that,
0: you don't they, know it? it. Are oh. they the
1: knockoff? Are they a cover band of Boingo Boingo? <laughs> the, Canadian, the Canadian equivalent.
0: Well, check it. Ogo Pogo was like a have, monster jerk in it. Canada in the waters, and it puts that jerkins. Jerk it instead of whip it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, take yeah. jerk it? Yeah, take jerk it. Jerk it real
2: good. <laughs> oh,
0: wait,
2: that's... That's Devo.
1: I'm... Yeah, that's Devo. and Go with Dead Man's Party. Yeah. Salt
0: yeah. and pepper. I was, I was doing salt and <laughs> pepper too, push it.
1: That's what I was
2: saying.
0: I don't even know why you were singing it, but I went with it. I don't know. Okay,
2: I'm out. I'm just going to take a break. No, Ongo Boingo or whatever the fuck you're talking about. I have no clue.
0: Ongo Pogo. It uh, it's I'm a monster bo-go. from Canada, kind of like the, lo- the Loch Ness Monster. And, uh, it's th- it was on Unsolved Mysteries back in the day, and it was like this big thing, and apparently it looks a lot like a beaver. So I mean, <laughs> that's
2: a, oh, no, we so solved it. it. That's fake TV. Of,
0: we <laughs> solved it. <laughs> the funny part is this: a lot of Canadians really believe in it, and it can show up in different waters. And this is the funniest part of of all. Ogo, hold on, what's it called? A smaller fifteenth movie. Well, maybe, may but Ogo Pogo is the the Canadian government put it on their endangered species list. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not making a joke. Literally, a, a probably fictional fucking character, like the Loch Ness Monster or any fucking thing like that, that we don't know if it exists or not, like Bigfoot, The Canadian government was so worried about it because it, it's this rare thing, because not many people have seen it. It's If you happen to come across one, it's illegal to kill it.
1: Crazy, huh? Is this, for, if this is foreplay in Canada. Hey, baby, show me your Ogo pogo. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> Man, oh, yeah, I got can nothing you for that? you because I really don't know anything, and I, I'm oh. assuming the endangered species thing must be a joke. Got, I don't because we've got like it's a sense of humor. I'm
0: pretty right. sure Robert Stack said it. <laughs> <Robert> <laughs> Stack. This was the old days of Robert Stack hosting uns- Unsolved Mysteries, and he said it that it's on an endangered species list. He's not. He does. Robert Stack doesn't doesn't joke around. Yeah, he was a no bullshit type of guy. Was he in <laughs> that? Yeah. Was
1: he really? Caddyshack 2? Yeah, it was him and uh, Jackie Mason.
0: I tried to forget that movie. I saw it one time. In... Oh,
1: it's not that bad. It's no Caddyshack I 1, think. but it's kind of its kind funny of parts.
0: The worst part by far. By far. And I do like Jackie Mason. Obviously, he was shooed in to be like a fucking Rodney character. And that's yeah. not what they're, they're doing. We're all going to get laid. By far. The worst fucking thing I've ever seen in any movie ever. Is probably Dan Aykroyd trying to do the fucking Bill Murray character. Oh love god, L O V E fucking Dan Aykroyd in the eighties. He is one of my absolute favorites. Two of my L-O-V-E. favorite comedy. L O V E. Hey Ted, where's the corkscrew? <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's the first thing exactly. I thought. Of. <laughs> That's why I did it.
0: <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Love, teddy boy. L O V E. <laughs>
2: I love so, Brady's face. When anybody, <laughs> Friday, it skips off. It's
0: so Dan equated that that hat. That hat. I can't believe it. As much as I like that hat, this would have been the one instance. B. It would have been perfect for you, you to wear your a whole yamaka. Head. <laughs> you have a yarmulke in the house or no?
1: I do have a yamaka. I I almost wore a yamaka.
0: You should have. How could you not? Oh, on a show like this. Uh, Oh, yarmulke
2: is also an endangered species in Canada.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No, what's even more endangered are Ogopogo's wearing yarmulkes. (laughs) If you find a Jewish Ogopogo singing Oingo Boingo. In a choir voice. (laughs) In
2: a
3: choir voice. It's a dead mass party. Who could ask for more? Oh, Everybody's yeah.
0: coming. Leave your party at the door. <laughs> Holy shit. Wow. So, yeah, it, it would have been perfect. It would have been perfect. But I thought you about it. You don't I want thought about it. One, it's no, no, like... it's not
1: that. I just didn't feel like going downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> but that
2: hat was in close proximity, eh?
1: That was happening downstairs, too. So.
0: Because <laughs> this is the only time the only time this gimmick is going to be used on the show i can't think of another inst- instance like this where we're actually going to talk about two movies like this i mean this is like the uh i don't know the jew too if that's okay to say you know that's Episode? that's what, what, what's happening yeah it's the jew too we should have had jeremy okay join us on this uh,
2: because jeremy was calling us out that some of the picks were not actually even jewish that we were trying to have them uh, vote against and then he was calling you out brandon for not knowing any better or educating well, us. No,
1: I mean anybody season. who's seen Big Bad Wolves knows it's not about the Jewish religion. It's a fucking yeah. uh, kidnapping movie. Yeah. And a fucking pedophile movie, but uh, it's in Hebrew. That's like, come on, we're not. Yes. It's, yeah. it, it's That's made we by were... Jews. Yeah, we're not not telling <laughs> the story of the Jews here.
0: <laughs> telling the story. Oh
1: well, there goes my intro.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> There's so few movies like this. We just googled it, you know, Jewish horror movies is what I did, and that's what came up. And nobody objected when I said, okay, look, these are the ones, and th- that was it. So we put them up. And I believe, I didn't even remember. I loved the Big Bad Wolves. I own it. I've seen it twice, but I didn't. If you would have told me that it was Hebrew, I would not have remembered. I was just trusting Google. Same thing with The Possession. I saw it one time. I don't. I, I do not remember the-, the Jewish gimmick being in there. Any of that shit. I just don't remember. <laughs>
1: The Jewish. Actually, children. I gotta be
2: honest, we we have to be, in these politically correct terms, it's now they brew.
1: <laughs> Is that how you sure. made your coffee this morning, Dave? You <laughs> brews
0: it? Uh, actually, uh, I remade it, so in that case it'd be called a she brew. She brew. <laughs> Still not acceptable, they brew.
1: Now, did she mix it with a wrench?
0: <laughs> <laughs> she got in the shower an hour before I did this morning is, is not to wrench me. And she even mentioned it. She goes, not, not I, I don't, I don't, I don't, Yeah, she said, I didn't want to wrench you. Because I came in the bathroom after she got in. And she thought I was accosting her. All I did was come in the bathroom. I opened I open, I, I walk in the bathroom door. She's in the, the shower. I pulled back the curtain. I did not stab her. I, I gave her a kiss. I said, I said, Hey, I said, what are you doing? I was just saying hello. And she goes, She she thought I was like busting her balls for being in the shower. She goes, Well don't don't you have to go in the shower and eight this I said, yes, I'm just saying hello, that's all. She goes, oh, okay. <laughs> she thought
2: I, I, I right. kind of side with her on that side. You open up the shower and, hey, what are you doing? Uh,
1: showering, fuckface. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I hadn't seen her in a long time. <laughs> letting, all this, letting all the steam out, getting the cold in there. Yeah. <laughs> Get, getting cold,
2: asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. Yeah, I'm, right. I'm kidding, man. But I side with her in this case. <laughs>
0: that's fair. That's, that's fair. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? You know what? You should, you should put the yarmulke on on the on the thing on the, the thing behind you, B. The uh, um, the music composer thing. Take a break from your your composing one day, and you can hang it there like a hat rack. You know. do you only have a
3: composer thing?
0: Oh, I'd love man. to see you compose. Are you want to? You'd be perfect with that hair. The you know, composer thing. All the, the sheet music holders.
3: The, music. the composer. Yes. Thing.
0: <laughs> you should compose. That'd be great with that hair. You know, It'd be amazing.
1: <laughs> it's very big in New Jersey. It's kind of like the choirs of Canada. We're yeah, very yeah. big into composing here. Yeah. Get <laughs> that off marketplace. I would hate. <laughs>
0: I would pay to see that. Be being a composer for a Canadian choir and Christian singing. In the way <laughs> <choir. laughs> Ogopogo. song. Maria. I couldn't do it. Oh. oh, man! Or maybe you could sing some. Um, what do you call it? Um, Two Live Jews. Some of their greatest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You guys isn't remember that two, a real like knockoff Bruce? band?
2: Isn't that a real knockoff joke band? I am being serious. I thought that there was. No, uh, yeah, that. that's what he's saying.
1: It was. Uh, you wasn't. remember this? <laughs> I'm lost. Yeah, now, it's so. kosher a knockoff? <laughs> Dave's like, you guys remember these?
0: <laughs> you guys <laughs> never thought, heard them? I song? thought he was joking.
1: I, I've never seen them.
0: Really, as kosher as they want to be. Yeah, well, here, here's the deal. When I was a kid. As kosher as they want to be. I'm telling you, there were so few rap albums out back then. And th- listen, hip-hop people, listen up, because this you're not going to believe this. Like, when I started listening to that listen stuff up. in the 83, 84, we would go to the freaking, um, you know, the record stores in the mall. One was called Cabbages. One was called Record Town. And rap was a, a new form of music being put out on, on, on shelves like these. So literally, every rap album that came out, we bought because there was so few of them, like there was a time that there was less than like a hundred, so we owned them all me my friends and I because it was like it was a real it was a new form of music being put in stores it was people don't realize this now when they when they hear modern hip hop that that it's only been around since like you know the early eighties and it's what the culture has become everything now is like commercialized and that's the problem with the with hip hop in general now, but like back then. Everything that came out, we bought because there was so few. So any five and dimers that got his stuff put on a cassette and it made it its way to a shelf in a mall, we bought. So I used to to comb through the rap section. I had all the cassettes and and of course two live Crew was around and they had their their big breakthrough album with fucking as nasty as they want to be, which was a big deal. And then shortly after that, there it was right below it. Two live Jews as kosher as they want to be. So we, we had to buy it. I mean, back then, Rap we, was a gimmick. I, it was, it was a gimmick because back then, every, you had a guy rapping like fucking uh, John Wayne. You had a guy rapping trying to sound like Buckwheat. It was like it was in commercials back then, like because it was a new thing. It's hard to explain unless you were there. The way the way it was, but it was because it was like new. But the way we's they want to be. <laughs> you never heard that song? It's so humid. No. <laughs> Why it's so humid? Oh, it's great. Hold on. Let me see if I can see this. It's good shit. The, the, the two live juice. Wait a And there was a video for it, and it was two guys dressed up like old men. I I, I assume they're young Jewish men. You know what I mean? I had
1: a glass of that for uh, for breakfast. <laughs> a glass of two
0: live juice. <laughs> two live juice. Okay, wait a minute here. I'll, I'll I'll play it. Hold up. Here's some. <laughs>
3: For the past three, we were chilling out front, working up an appetite, thinking about lunch, motivating on the beach,
1: hanging out by Wolfies, thinking about Pumpernicks or maybe even Schultz's. i have a corned beef, or a a pound of brisket. Ah, oh, the salmon didn't look so hot, I
3: didn't want to risk it. <laughs> the window, I was getting kind of hot. I- it's like a brisket that was boiling in the pot. Boy, a pot. Boy, a... <laughs> Boy, it's a human. Boy, it's a human. Boy, a human. in here. Boy, it's a human. Boy,
2: it's a human. Boy, a human. Boy, a human. <laughs> a in here. You. Okay. you get the point. The one joke rap one that I remember was the one I posted on uh the page recently that no one but you and I think one other person reacted to. Like Was it yes. Morris B. and the minors? Or whatever, or the majors. No sleep, tell
0: bedtime. Oh. <laughs> Those were the days, man. The, stutter rap. Yeah, the stutter rap. Yeah, the stutter ramp. Yeah, and even the something like two live Jews—that could never happen nowadays. Back then, we could laugh at each other and laugh at ourselves, and it wasn't definitely not in Alabama. Like. <laughs> <I'm sorry.
2: laughs> Poor Alabama. <laughs> what
0: about- what about Shake That Took Us? Remember that song or no? <laughs> I don't think Brandon and I remember any of these songs. <laughs> no. Shake, shake, shake. Shake, shake, shake. Shake
2: your two, cuz it was a fucking life. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, you know what? I do I know remember. that. Every time you bring it up now, I do recall, but I don't remember them being like a big. I thought it was like a, just a flash in the pan, like something that they joked oh, around what? and they didn't have a full album what? or anything. They had an album, though, you're saying. I didn't know that.
0: Well, that was but my introduction was to them. I saw it there. And I was like, "It's kosher. I want to be. What the fuck? We had to get
2: it." You know what I mean? so, I've been... Uh, I don't know well, how yeah. many times you listen
0: to it. But.
2: Well, that's it. That that was always those novelty things. Even Weird Al, who I liked, you listen to the song once or twice. The videos with the song were where it was absolutely hilarious. But then you go buy an album, you're like, "Why did I buy this? <laughs> eat it, eat it, eat it, eat it." Like, oh, there's I so love that hear- album.
0: <laughs>
3: Yeah,
2: but there's oh, like so oh, much you can listen
0: to that. One. No. I no. guess I did listen to Pac-Man no, Fever it. a lot. You sure as fuck? did. that's a great album, though, Pac-Man Fever. Man, I love that album. I can't did wait. You... It's nostalgic for me now because of last summer because I was listening to it like all last summer because you introduced me to the album. So now when summer breaks this year, I'm going to be listening to fucking that album. It's great. There's Something about it. I, it, Fever. it is it
2: is good. Almost
0: Santa Centipede. Did, I mean... Oh it's great.
2: I've been texting back and forth with Chris, aka Scott, and he's like a big metal guy, but he's also a big he was a big hip hop guy in the or, or rap guy at the uh, I guess before it was hip hop. What he, was his name? <laughs> <laughs> it was Chris A.K.A. Scott. <laughs> Funny enough, I don't know how we didn't know this. <laughs> Yo I'm Chris A.K.A. Scott Anyway <laughs> that's how we'd sign off. Ah! He told me about a movie I'm shocked they didn't know about called Crush Groove.
0: Oh, yeah. Crush grooving, body moving. I, this okay. I had
2: never heard of this movie. So I've only been able to watch the first half because I was, A, the schedule's been nuts. And B, I had to watch the two movies for, for our Did show. Did they crush
0: it yet? Did they crush it yet?
2: <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: If they crush
2: it, you're halfway through.
1: Wait till they groove.
0: It's on. It's on. The <laughs> boys. Remember, I've that's the PC Boy's I, debut on film. Remember that yeah.
1: shit? Oh. I never saw Crush Groove, but I've heard of it.
2: Yeah, it's on YouTube for free. It's such a bad movie, yet, it like I was telling, it's so strangely appealing at the same time because of all the performances in it. But the movie itself is horrible.
0: <laughs> horrible. <laughs> it may be, but it, but I have to watch it. it. It's got too much of that era in it. It's just, yeah. that, those were the good old days. Yeah. Man. What about Breaking and all those others you watch Breaking? Oh, I'm sure you watch I watched that that's one. what started.
2: I watched Breaking 2 and of course Ice T's in both of them. I didn't realize he was in the first one, but he has a performance. Oh, he's a rap. In, yeah, 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 he's a rapper. Exactly. He's, he's Tracy. He's a, he comes out and he raps at the end of it uh to, you know, yep. to make sure that they they get the money that they need to sell the salvage the place. And it was interesting cuz that was like 85 and his and Ryan Payson come out to like 87, right?
0: Yeah. The next year, yep. It was so that was when he was Lane. just hustling. He was at yep. Cannon movies at that point. <laughs> he just gotten out. He just gotten out of the joint. He he was he was you know I, mean, I could be wrong about that, but I know he did spend some time in there early, and he was an OG. He was the guy that coined the term OG, in case people don't know it. But I mean, and then there was Beach, <laughs> and C just couldn't couldn't take it. Damn it! He did not coin the term OG. He's like I coined OG. Fuck you! I'm out. <laughs> <fucking laughs> That was vanilla ice. You fucking
2: <laughs> Yeah, it was a white guy, and I stick to it.
0: A Canadian it internet.
2: It was Pat Boone. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Pat oh, Boone, oh, original yeah. gangster.
0: Yeah, that's it, man. 1991, OG, original gangster. Oh god, what an album. Anyway, we well now that you've mentioned Chris, we do have questions to answer. I guess we can answer them now. At the hell, yeah, you discussed them, man. We discussed you know? them. We discussed them. <laughs> <laughs> <You> no. <know? laughs> we did discuss them. Now I got to find his his uh <clears throat> his questions. Because he put them in a little while ago. And we were going to wait for another show to do them. And he says, hey, you going to do those questions? And I said, hey, you know what? What the hell? Let's do these questions. So oh, I found them. OK. Number one, rank the Rocky movies in order of preference. My favorite movies of all time, he adds. So mm. is this easy for you guys? It- quite easy for me. I am also a huge fan of the Rocky franchise. Uh,
2: And and the rankings, and I think he did say this in his post as well, I pretty much love them all. Save for maybe five, love might be a strong term for five, but I love them all. So it's just a matter of what order would I watch them in if you weren't going to say, let's go from one through six, and you just wanted to do them in, in, like he said, your preference. Like, again, they're all roughly the same rating. I don't actually know. So I've never actually hard rated
1: them. It's so yeah. hard to rank them.
2: I could do them. I'll do it A right now. It. Go
1: find
2: no, was... And again, this is this is because this is the order that I'd watch them, no question about it Rocky Four, Rocky Three, Rocky, Rocky Belboa, Rocky Two, Rocky Five. And that's just because Rocky Four, I just think is. Like, I know. It's a rock video movie or, or like a MTV movie. It's a bunch of montages put together, but it's so fast paced. It's so fun. It's so eighties. It's the one that I could just put on and just say fucking a, and same with Rocky three is, is, is right there with it. And then it goes back to the OJ. Like I get it. Rocky's the, the, the underdog movie, but if I had to put them on right now, it'd be Rocky four or three. No question.
1: I love that. I got such a high ranking for you. I love that one were- too. That's a great one.
0: I love them all. Let me hear it again one more time. See
1: Rocky 4, Rocky
2: 3, Rocky, Balboa, Rocky 2, Rocky 5.
0: Wow, Balboa over 2. Holy shit. Wow. Okay. Balboa
1: is a super underrated film, I think.
0: I like it. I do like it. I just, it, it doesn't I have mean... the rewatchability for me that the others have like the other ones. I, I almost know word for word and Rocky Balboa while, while it is a good movie, uh, it just does uh, hold that uh, spot. <laughs>
1: I know every grunt. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> Adrian! <a> grunt. <laughs> Mick!
2: Adrian! Rocky! Oh! I just, ah, I just did the first oh, four ah. movies for you guys. Well, three, <laughs> Mick's not in four.
0: <laughs> Amazing. Just put on There's No Easy Way Out. That's all four of them, you know? <laughs> There's no easy way out.
1: <laughs> number four is okay. easily the best because of that soundtrack. Wow.
0: What? You're picking number four like, you also because of the soundtrack? In
1: it's terms a- of preference? If, okay, here's here's my order That's in the way I watch them. Oh. Four, two, three, Balboa, OG Rocky, five.
2: Wow, that's good too. Wow. I, I mean, I can't argue shocked. against it. Well, the shock, between, but it's not like we're saying like, we're the only one. I think I think everybody universally will have five at the true. bottom. They're all they're all good. We're all saying we love them all. It's very difficult to pick between these woods that we love. Like, I mean, I'd just say for preference of watching, as Brandon did too.
0: I'm just shocked at the. Um... I don't know, Balboa being placed where it was. That's all for both of you. It's, and I guess shocked is um, I'm overstating it. I'm, I, like, I
1: always say Balboa is underrated. I think it's a great send-off. I love the fight sequence at the end. I yeah, love it. I like
0: the movie. Yeah. I do.
1: And they bring back Marie. I, I, you got Spider in there. Shoot shoot it to us. I know. Come on,
2: shoot it to us, Dave. I almost can I can almost okay. feel it.
0: Well, I'm at it this way. One, two, three, what, four, what four five, say? six. Every movie, every movie in the in this in this franchise is, is a seven or higher for me. So when I say um, when I rank them, they're, they're all I, I'm favorable on, on every one of them. It's it's a great franchise, seriously. I, I I think it's great. So I'm right with you. It's one of my favorites. One, two, and three to me, they're all tens out of tens. There's just no question about it. So picking them, number one is definitely my number one. Like in other words, Rocky three is my favorite. Rocky three is number one. I think it has the best flow. It's the saddest everything with Mickey. It, 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 there's three fights in it. We got the Hogan thing. And then we got two fights with clubber. Everything about it was, it was paced just perfectly for me. All, all the stuff about Rocky losing his, uh, how, how Mick kept him on top after winning the title and how the worst thing happened to him that could happen to any fighter. He got civilized and just that whole, there's just more of a story in three and, I fucking, it, I tear up every time with that Mickey shit. Uh, are really we ranking them or reviewing them? I'm sorry. It's just, <laughs> no, I'm just It's just my love for three. I just want to explain why I'm so high such on it. Such an
1: asshole. <laughs> I'm such an asshole.
0: And talk yeah. about soundtrack. Oh, my God. The Eye of the Tiger in the beginning is fucking incredible. Wow. But anyway, Rocky three. Then I'm going to go uh, OG Rocky as my second. It's probably the best made of all of them, it's it's just yeah. as much of a drama as it is anything else, and I like that style of film. It's it's real serious, and the relationship with Paulie and fucking and all of them, and Adrian and Rocky and everything that goes. It's just a great movie. Then Rocky too, which see it was tough. Uh, they're all ten out of ten for me, so I love them all. Then after those three, then if I really get down to it, I guess I would have to put four there. I guess I guess four would come after those three, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, and then, and then Rocky Five. Oh, you know, here's the deal. Oof. The only problem with Rocky Five, the only problem, is there's no fight at the end. And, it, and it's a street fight. Outside of that, everything about him going back to the to the old school and and having to, and everything he's going through and and when he trains Tommy and how he gets his heart broken and all. I think that's fucking great. And that's not a knock on Balboa. I would rank them both like a 7 out of 10. They're both great good movies. I, I enjoy them both. I just can't I don't maybe it's nostalgia maybe because I've seen Rocky 5 so many times and I've only seen Bellboa 3. But I also miss I appreciate Balboa, but I but I miss having having Adrian there, and I just I don't know. I I might the fight's good and all. I just don't get that same feel. You
1: get Mason the line, yeah, you get
2: man, Mason the line. I I think they. I like, like it. Rocky Five I enjoyed back in the day, but I always was like, it's there's something missing here. There's something missing here. Well, no, he even thought it was a bad send off, which is why he did Rocky Balboa, And I saw Rocky Balboa in the theater with my wife, and we were both like, well, there it is. That's amazing. Like That's He, the he did the send-off, uh, and, and now we have Creed 1 and 2, which are these offshoots, which um, oh, Creed. are yeah. <laughs> they're good, too.
3: Uh, they are no, good. No, they're
2: good, too. They're good, yeah. they're good, for sure, but but for, for the Rocky Definitely. franchise, Balboa was a fantastic send-off.
1: I put Rocky 5. I love Balboa. Do you? I thought Creed was boring
0: I, I, as hell. I, 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 Creed, what'd you say?
1: I thought Creed was boring as hell.
0: Really? Really? Yeah. Creed 1 and 2 and Balboa almost seem like the same fucking family to me in that way. They're, they're made a lot alike. They, they have you can't quality. say that. <laughs> I'd give them 8 out of 10. I'd give them both an 8 out of 10 if I'm ranking them because I did, I did them early this year. So I'd like to Creed 1 and 2. I've only seen them once. I've seen Rocky Balboa like four, or four times. The thing is with Balboa, the more times I've seen it, the less I've wanted to go revisit it. I think that's what it is. The first time I saw it, I loved it, and then after two, three, and the fourth time, I'm like, yeah, it's pretty good, but it doesn't hold that spot for me. Like Rocky Five, I could put it on right now and watch it again. To me, the only knock is the fucking ending—that it's a, a stupid tree fight. But everything else about the story, I love that stuff, man. I think it's—I think it gets a bad rap. I really do, but whatever. Bottom line, it's a great series. Apparently, we all appreciate yes. all of them, except maybe. Oh, it's like, one. It's probably. Else
1: one of the few series that has that many films that is solid throughout it's up there with like the saws and with like death wish for me
0: wow really that's cool
1: like those are like those are like i love the death wish franchise i think everyone is great
0: i've only seen part one and i heard the other ones were kind of like more i don't know goofy like they weren't kind of like comparing like like how serious Rocky 1 was to, like, something... I mean, you know what I mean? Like, the first one I hear is, like, a straight-up movie. Serious drama, fucking family sadness, and all that other stuff. And the other ones are more, like, shoot 'em up fucking explosion-type movies. Like uh, Yeah, changer.
1: but they're a lot of fun.
0: I'm yeah.
2: sorry. I was looking at my notes. What series are we talking about? I, am, I apologize.
1: Death Wish. Death Wish.
2: Oh, yeah, they're fun. Yeah, the first one yeah. is, again, kind of like a... They're trying to make yeah. a kind of a serious movie. And then Death Wish 2 and 3 and 4 are the canon, balls to the wall, ridiculousness, yeah. fun movies. Like, like bad, exploitative, like exploit like they're just fucking crazy. And then five is weak. Five is weak.
1: Yeah, it's five's the weakest but uh you know it it's the Rocky Five of Death Wishes. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, they were gonna originally call it Death Wish Five, Rocky Five.
2: Of the Death Wishes. <laughs>
1: of the Death Wishes.
0: <laughs> <sighs> okay. Next question. Next question for Chris, and I like this, and I'm glad he said this. Okay, number two. Thoughts on the Karate Kid Part Three? I think it's unfairly maligned, and I am with him.
1: I, I never thought it okay. was unfairly maligned because I love it. Yeah, and I, I, I like it too, but I'm going
2: by total memory because I haven't watched two or three
1: for like
2: years, 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 Fucking
1: like well Terry before Silver. we did the show. Harry Silva, Mike Barnes. And it's all stuff that's gonna come back into play and in boy. Cobra karate. In Cobra Kai. It's awesome. Uh, the first Karate Here's Kid I, I mean. can
2: watch over and over again. I watched oh, the remake my. with my son and we were planning on doing two and three with, with, with Cobra Kai uh craze and everything like that. We just haven't gotten to it yet. But I'm looking forward to them. I had never had a problem with it. I didn't really I thought the new karate kid or the next karate kid was the one that was kinda of like, eh. I thought one, two, and three were held in a, a fairly oh, high yeah. regard.
0: So. Everyone seems to talk about how much they love two and how much three is kind of bad. I know what he's saying. it it is unfairly maligned, but I will tell you this. I up until this year, if you asked me this two years ago, I would say that I like three more than two, or three's better than two. But I'll, I'll tell you this. I watched them all this past year. and I've always been a um an advocate of three because it seemed more fun to me like the first one. And they 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 tried to do everything, they tried to have the same beats. In, in part three that they did in part one, which often happens in part threes and franchises. We see this it, a lot. It was a crush like, groove beat. What's that beat? It Sorry. was
1: a crush groove beat. I heard it has.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, but like part two was really serious. It's it's more drama than anything. And it's fine. And and I do like it. But the thing is, three always had this this charm to it. But you now this past year when I watched it, I didn't like it quite as much, but I still really like it. And I... I'm, I'm, i think two and three, I'm even with for different reasons. The thing about two, the thing about three, and I've said this once on, on on a show that no one's ever gonna hear, but this would have been a great idea. When they made three, and we see Terry Silver in on it from the beginning, talking to um to Crease, that's that's a great setup. I think Terry Silver is a little. Little bit overboard, and I, you know, I don't usually critique acting, but it, it's almost like he's really too mustache twirly for me. Uh, sometimes the way he's acting is a little, really,
1: a little he, Levi Etheridge,
0: <laughs> 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 <Yes. laughs> he's a little Levi for me. He's uh, he overacts asked it, you know, there's stuff like that, but I, I like, but here's what I'm saying we see the beats. Going, We know what it's going to lead to. I think the movie would have been so much better if, when <laughs> we see that Kreese is alive, and, we, and when we see what, what Terry Silver's plan really is, we find out at the same time Daniel does. Mm. And they do it like flashback. If that if movie was made now, that's how it would be done. Like, almost like on a saw flashback style. Like, this is what, okay, this is what brought it And then they flashback to dun, the just imagine that impact though. Like if you're on if you're on the trip with Daniel in that movie, thinking that, you know, this bad boy karate, what's going on and he's being the torment of trying to enter the tournament again and, and Miyagi doesn't want him to and being trained and getting getting in a fight with Miyagi and this Terry Silver guy training him and we're along on the ride with him and then all of a sudden when Chris jumps out from behind that fucking cardboard thing, imagine if we're just as shocked as Daniel is, and then we're like, What the fuck is this? And then they explain it, I think it would be so much but I'm wish they could remake it. Because I think it would just, it'd done wonders for the movie. But I know that he doesn't like it at all. Like if you, t- like Ralph Macchio, just completely knocks the movie. And because after I watched him, I was doing some research on them. And he was saying that we tried too hard to do this. And they had and it was problems on the set and some other things. I do think it's good. I think that they're all good. I never saw the remake or the next Karate Kid. But I do the think it's re- good The remake hard.
2: is, the remake's okay if you don't think of it in regards of nostalgia to the original. Like,
1: pretty much next any remake. Next Karate Kid is cheesy as hell.
0: But I love her, and that was the first time I ever saw her on screen in a commercial. I was like, ooh, who's this girl? She's hot. You know what I mean? Ooh, Hillary. But that's me wanting to see yeah, in it in too. Yeah. Well, yeah. I like Part 3
1: because I love Robin Lively. I gotta watch this oh, again, man. I really like I, I don't remember it. I really don't remember it. Yeah, she's the girl. she's the girlfriend in that, the redhead.
0: But she's not the. She's not. They never played the role. No, the they movies, never.
1: They never. Yeah, they never pursued. They never.
0: There's a reason players. for it. Yeah, but originally that was not supposed to be that way, and then somebody felt weird. Something happened. And he was like ten years older, so they decided not to make her the fucking love interest and to change it. And like what, was literally there like thirty,
2: the Karate Kid, the Karate Adult. He's
1: like he's like almost <laughs> seventy
2: years old now. Yeah, I mean, but in part three, I don't <laughs> think he was like yeah. By that point, I'm pretty sure he was. Like Ralph, old.
1: Ralph Macchio has aged well because he's yeah. he's very yeah. old.
0: The Italians often do. It's the thing we age well. We just the the I like part three. Though. <laughs> the only thing I would have changed
1: is I would have had Mike Barnes win the fight because he could have easily just kicked Daniel in the face while he's doing that whole fucking cocktail routine.
0: But he did. But he did kick his ass the whole fight, and that's why my wife didn't like it when we were watching it. She's like, "Well, geez, how's he gonna win? He's just getting his ass kicked, and if he does win, it's stupid." But. He did set himself up. He kept getting disqualified. He kept losing points. So it makes sense. At the end of the day, the, Betty Kar- the better karate fighter is not fucking Daniel LaRusso. The better fighter is definitely Mike Barnes. He just gets fucking lucky because the guy kept losing points because he was was kicking his ass. And that's kind of the problem with it. It kind of makes Daniel look weak still. He wins by default almost. You know what I
1: mean? Well, you got to remember, it's also, he was very early into his karate. Don't forget, it's like this happens over a short period of time with him and Miyagi. So that's what I love so much about Cobra Kai. Wow. Now we've had a lifetime of him studying, and he he fucking, the fight sequences in that are fucking fantastic. Even yeah, for, are, even but, for Johnny kid, and, gold and, gold and gold Ralph Macho.
2: You can't say that because you can't say that. My daughter, my daughter actually thinks Ralph Macho's a bad actor in that. She says, I, I don't really like his acting. She thinks everybody else is fine, but Ralph Macchio just... He, it's, his I don't think he's known as a
1: great actor. Well,
2: no, I, I agree. Like, like he's been in good what stuff, happened? but that's it, exactly. He was, like, 27, 27, He was 28 when I think the film was released. Rocky, or uh, Karate Kid 3, which is easy uh, to say because it was directed by the guy that did Rocky. It's directed by uh, uh, John Avenzel or whatever. He did Rocky and Rocky 5. Stallone did the other yeah. ones. Uh, and so then confused. he did the three Credit Kids.
0: What can I say? You can't say no. What I'm saying is, if you're going to complain about him not knowing karate long enough, first of all, part one, he learns pretty that's fine he, he's able to beat a fucking two-time state champion okay fair and square and, and, and hurt okay part two he literally fights for his, his life and fucking now against a, a freaking og karate guy that's great okay when I, so by the time three comes around i have enough confidence that this guy knows how to fight that so i i i don't i don't say he's too new i just think that barnes is that much better but the the knock on fucking karate, on cobra kai for me personally i've never said it out loud because i enjoy the show i, I don't mention it when I'm watching, them, I'm, but I'm like, loud, geez, all like these the kids street. really pick up fucking, <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't critique it with my family if I watch with them, I did, but I'm just like, all these children pick it up way too fucking quick. Well, all yeah, of... you're
1: talking about and the kids, are, and I, ag- I agree with you, yeah. but that's why certain episodes where, where Johnny, you know... Not it's not really a spoiler, but Johnny fights his own kid for a little bit, and he fucking destroys him in two seconds. Like that's what I like. Like the adults ass. ass. That's good. Daniel going back. Kid, yeah. I was gonna say one. Daniel fighting Chosen. Daniel learning about Miyagi techniques. The fight sequences between the adults, even though they're they're older now. I mean, they literally Ralph Macchio. I think is sixty, and the oh, yes. you know Johnny's like fifty five. So th- they're older. I think they do a great job. I do agree with you that the kids are. Fucking a little bit quick to, like, become black belts in two seconds. But I do fucking respect the hell out of Bert for cracking that it's not a cat outside two seconds after he's thrown through the fucking window. Fucking Bert is the man. The little redhead with the glasses.
0: Yeah, yeah, Jeremy. Yes. He's right.
1: the fucking man. He's like, I think there's a cat outside because it's like it's fucking thrown through the window. And then he's like, there's no cat outside. Like, fuck, Bert, you're the man. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been like, take me to the fucking hospital now. No, he's like, I'm going to finish this fucking joke. <laughs>
0: you know what I did like is when in season three, I want to say, I can't remember what oh, had to be Hawk. Some, there, was, there was new people coming in for another group and yeah. he challenged him and he got in the ring and he fucking literally got his fucking ass handed to him all over that mat and i said good that makes sense this guy's been training here for fucking two years and this guy while he thinks he's a badass and he's off the street and he's a school bully he gets in there and he gets fucking humiliated see i like that that was the one time where they actually you know what i mean they did it right like okay yeah why should this fucking cool a fucking man well now fine i don't, don't want to get into spoilers but i really did not like him for the longest fucking time i would tell you that i thought he was love an asshole
1: Oh, he was definitely an asshole, but I liked him.
0: I still didn't. I don't know, but anyway, uh, enough of them. You got to go on to the next question. Okay. See, did you uh, even answer that question? I know I talked so long about part three. Yeah, I said i haven't seen it in ages. Three?
2: So okay. yeah, I can't really. I never thought it was. Uh, I never thought it was an outsider. I I thought they were kind of all well lo- oh, loved and respected. You're an I never outsider. Did. Yeah. Speaking of that, he directed the Outsiders too. Good answer. Oh, wait, no, he didn't. Elton Copa... I thought Coppola did, but wait, let me see. Coppola, yeah. he did really. Wait, let me just double check because I'm pretty sure. You get to the okay. next question. I'll look this out.
0: Okay. Oh, no, no. Quite... Sorry,
2: Ralph Macchio was in The Outsiders. I was looking at the wrong thing.
0: Oh, I know oh, that. Yeah,
2: yes, but Coppola he directed it. Yeah. Who
0: was? Who wasn't in the fucking Outsiders?
2: They were all. I was in the fucking
1: Outsiders.
2: <laughs> you knew Coppola a... directed it, though, right? No, that's oh, why I he said it. I'm like hey, that. Couldn't have been right, but I was looking at the actor, not the director.
0: So I haven't watched The Outsiders since I've known who Coppola is. So think about it that way. Like I watch it as a lot as a kid in the '80s. You know what I mean? So now I would go back and put it on and say, "Holy fuck!" And when it came on the screen, directed by Coppola, I'd be like, "Holy fuck!" But at the time, it's just like any other movie. You know, it would have been like watching fucking what was that movie? My Bodyguard or something back in the '80s. You know, <laughs> My Bodyguard. That was well, a my good one. I like that Siders.
2: one too, yeah. Mike Makepeace yeah. or whatever, Chris Makepeace or
1: whatever is in that, right? Yeah. From Meatballs. Yeah. yeah. I love to make make peace, not war. Yeah. <laughs>
0: right. Okay. Number three, <laughs> rank the Rambo movies in order of preference. Now, this I'm gonna go right now and say this. I have only seen the f- two, three, and four. I've seen once a piece. I've seen what? the first one about half a dozen times about half a dozen times for First Blood, and I've never seen Part 5. So I will tell you this. I'll explain why. To me, Part 1 is by far and away the fucking best. That's a movie that's believable to a degree. It's fine. I saw Part 2. I remember Rambo First Blood Part 2 comes out. I went there, and I saw it. And I said, okay, it's a little bit less believable. And then Part part 3 was just fucking absurdly fucking unbelievable and it was a turnoff for me so like i said i only saw them once i'm gonna rank but i'm gonna rank them differently then i saw the new one that came out john rambo part four i guess and really liked it i was like okay this movie i'm into this is fun it's gory there's some fun kills it's cool i like the story did not see last blood i will i think i may even own it i don't even know for sure so my ranking is one four two and three but first blood that's a fucking movie
1: oh you didn't see last blood
2: No, I did not. Well, okay, so that's funny that you... uh, So my rankings, and I've seen them all a ton. Last Blood, twice. So that's the only one I haven't seen a ton. But the other ones I've seen a ton. Uh, First Blood, no question. Rambo 4, Rambo 2, Last Blood, Rambo 3. Now, Chris, a.k.a. Scott, said he didn't think Last Blood was even a Rambo movie, so he didn't include it. But... I do, I like it a lot, and I think it's above three. Three's the most generic. Three felt like they're just re- trying to remake part two, oh, but like at a lesser video. extent, and it was like, and then they put a kid in it, they were trying to get like a, like a, 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 a more uh, maybe like a PG-13 rating instead of R, but First Blood is still a classic. It's like a slasher film, kind of. It, it really is. He's in the woods. He's like trying it's to traumatic. take out the police. It's, it's amazing. And then four, I never thought like two was a favorite of mine as a kid. I loved it. Lots of explosions. Just like, again, not a lot of dialogue. It was just fun. But four overtook it. Like, I just love four. It was just amazing. Yeah. So and that's it. That's my dissertation. I'll let Brandon go.
1: No, actually, I think I'm right there with you. One, four, two, five, three. Nice. I think that's I yeah. think that's exactly. the right order. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So we're all about one and four, which is cool. We all have the same time, too. I <laughs>
1: love this this last one also. I mean, I, yeah, it's, again, that's it's, a yeah. it's, it's, it's a franchise. It's a solid franchise. Even, you know, the worst ones are still pretty good.
0: You know, I one. didn't hear anything good about it. Last Blood. I didn't know. Like, when it first came out, I didn't hear anybody. Like, when the when John Rambo came out, I heard people talking about it. I saying, you know what? Pretty good. Pretty good. Better than I thought it'd be checking it out. When Last Blood came out, it kind of just came and went, and I didn't hear anything. So I, I was like, wow. I, I, I like feel like, it got, I feel like it
1: got mostly negative reviews from people but I actually quite enjoyed it. I thought it to I... be a very fun film. Yeah. yeah. because it's not a
2: ramble movie in the traditional sense. He's at home. He you know it's a family a family situation and uh you know tr- human trafficking, drugs and yeah. he just he just it's like a revenge movie. It's more yeah. like like Death Wish or I think um uh, when I was texting Chris back, he said it was like uh, ta- a taken movie. Rewritten for Stallone almost,
1: and except I except can't... he draws everyone back to him at his yeah. farm, and he has his whole farm like booby trapped and set up to take like, out like the whole like cartel. Friday
2: the Thirteenth remake like tunnels under the yeah. ground and stuff.
1: Yeah, yeah <laughs> Halloween twenty eighteen. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, and that's up, but that, it It's enough. definitely better than three. It's definitely better than three. 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 I I rewatched three a few years ago, and I remember going, yep, that still hasn't held held up. It's just everything they sure, did, which like, were where uh, part two, the guy blows up. He has those explosive arrows and blows the guy up. That was a great yeah. scene in part two. And in part three, they do re- they just recreate every one of those moments again, but to a lesser like the lesser impact.
1: I prefer the Rocky movie that's in UHF over Rocky. Oh, 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 the Rambo, the Rambo in yeah. in UHF <laughs> over the Rambo. Rambo three. <laughs> it's, it, that
2: that sequence is the best. UHF is an amazing movie. And oh, that, that's aged, that aged well. Uh, I watched that with my son, mm-hmm. and he's like, I love this. And he doesn't even know what UHF is or anything like that. He just loved it to the, the save the radio. I mean, it's breaking two plot. We got to save the station. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I have to watch it now, but I can't believe. I can't believe that you're all about UHF. But you say to sit down and listen to Weirdo Yankovic in 3D. That whole album, or Dare to Be Stupid, or any ones that came out at that time aren't great listens because they are.
2: No, I'm not, I didn't shot. say they weren't great listens. I said they're not.
0: It's not something that I would like.
2: Oh, you got to put let's put on uh, let's put on Weird Al right now. Boom. Oh, you drop the needle down on the record. Ah, oh, no, it's not like that. <laughs> I'll put, on, I don't that. <laughs> I'll put <him> <laughs> on. I'll put down on. It on I'll put them on YouTube. I'll put them on YouTube and watch the you know smells like. Uh, what was it? This was like teen spirit knockoff or where, and then how he recreates the video and the eat it video and all the videos that he did. Cause he put just as much love in the, the recreation oh, yeah. and the mock of the video as he did the music as well. So that's why I say it's a visual piece, which is why UHF is, is phenomenal, which a lot of people thought it was a, a misstep because they just put that Beverly Hillbillies video and smack dag in the middle, but all the sketches, the plot, the
0: jokes are, it's a
2: funny-ass movie.
0: I'm going to watch it. I am going to watch it. Now, I'm just when you said you bought the fucking album, Rita it in 3D, and listened to Eat It, and the rest of the album sucked, I was like, what the fuck? That's a great fucking album, man. I think, you I, I think I put words in my
2: mouth. I don't know if I ever
0: said it sucked. <laughs> I don't think I, I ever I thought did. you did. No,
2: I just well, said so I don't listen think you could re-listen it, to it. And
1: then he actually ate the album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he didn't hear her anymore. <laughs> it anymore.
2: Like, it was like spinning the record backwards. Must Eat album. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: those polkas he did were fucking amazing. It was polka songs, that, and he would have like whatever the top forty hits were at the time in one song. They were fucking brilliant, dude. His comedy mixed with music, uh, he was he was top notch for like three or four albums there. He had a stretch. He was great. it,
1: it, it, it kind of
0: became. Enough what you're saying later on for me, there was like one or two good songs at all, but for a while there, man, he was he was on top of the world, I thought. But anyway, I will watch you H. F. Again, it was just one of my things where like when a when a musician was in a movie like that, for some reason I didn't think it was gonna be good.
1: Oh, it's hilarious. It's, too. <laughs> Gold gets a, you, you found the marble in the field. You get to drink from the fire hose. <laughs> they put the fire Stanley hose in right his mouth and it fucking blows him like a fucking mile. Off the, it's got to be available somewhere, right?
2: That's oh, the Badgers movie. Badgers? Yeah. Badgers? We don't sell no stinking badgers.
1: We don't need no stinking badgers. Oh, we don't need it no does. stinking the badgers. Adam, oh, I fucked it up. Doing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He does the animal show? There's a there's a scene where well, don't he's teaching...
0: don't spoil every fucking joke in the movie, no. please. No, he's teaching poodles how to fly.
1: He's teaching poodles how to fly. That's it. Oh really? Oh yeah. It's a Weird cool... out. Weird out runs the the, t- the television station, and he d- he didn't hire the guy, and his assistant didn't hire the guy. He's like, who put this guy on? And he's yeah. teaching poodles how to fly. He's throwing them out the window, and there's just a big huge pile of dead poodles at the bottom of them. But it's funny. Oh, <laughs> it's funny, yeah. yeah. Like, he's not really killing poodles, but they yeah, are Yeah, we won't spoil it anymore,
2: but yes, Gandhi 2 ah, is another highlight. You just got to watch it. Okay. Oh, fuck. I'll
0: sober it up real quick for Brandon. Here you go. Top three favorite metal bands. <laughs> uh, probably is none.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I, just, I have never listened to metal. I, I'm sorry. I just I
0: never no, got into metal. Be sorry, you know?
1: I'm, I'm sorry. Well, you don't have to be sorry about it. <laughs> Uh, now, uh, Megad- Megadeth, I... Megadeth album Slayer, Slayer album I'm sure they all have self-titled albums, right? No, oh, album it's just
0: bands He's just asking about bands uh, and there is Slayer, no- Slayer Megadeth, Slayer Death
1: and uh, Fuck You Yankee Blue Jeans <laughs> Go
0: well, ahead, Steve
2: I, uh, We I mean were that. texting back and forth So I already gave Chris this information uh, However, I did forget a, I can't believe I forgot a band It's whether or not two of these bands It's relative or not if you consider them metal but again, Iron Maiden is my jam, always has been. That was the band that got me into it. Like, I guess Van Halen, Aerosmith, and Rock were like the like kind of pushed me towards it. But Iron Maiden would be the metal band that I say got me into it and stayed with me. Um, and then I would have to say that um, I said Lamb of God next because I wasn't into that really aggressive stuff. But it would really be Ghost and Tool if you consider both those bands metal, but if you don't consider those bands metal, then then it would be uh, Lamb of God and then probably uh, Metallica. Or, or I don't know if ge- I consider them generic. metal, but, but I very definitely generic. consider
1: you a tool.
2: Yeah, well, that goes without saying, you <laughs> fucking skunk. Uh, but that's... Uh,
0: well, actually, that... my wife is starting a new a new band. It's a spinoff for Tool. It's called Wrench. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay I figured you'd be more true blue but it's funny because here's what I did <laughs> list for fucking. ever so like I have my notepad and just like also I'll be sitting around one day and i'll I'll obsess about it for like a day it'll it'll occupy my my spare time and okay and I'm like I'm just gonna write down all my favorite bands period so I wrote down like my top 30 bands ever just one day I just sat around and I said this is the and I do it for lots of different things regular movies movies, albums, everything. I just do it. I just make lists. Yeah. I'm obsessed with writing this information down in case it comes up. So if I look at my list, what people are going to consider metal and not? I don't know. I listen to a lot of rock and roll. I listen to a lot of a lot of shit. Sure. I, I listen to everything, but I'm going to say this. Okay, Metallica is number one. And this is a weird comparison, but Metallica for me is kind of like the Friday the 13th franchise. And what I mean by that is, the first four or five fucking releases are absolutely stellar. Like, you got "Kill 'Em All, Ride the Lightning, Master of Puppets. Then you even have the EP, the 598 tape, which is what I had, EP, <laughs> Garage Days. And then, And Justice For All, which is probably my favorite metal album ever. And probably, in my opinion, the best album of the 1980s period. I think it's fucking incredible, stellar album, and Justice album. For All. Yeah. so uh, th- what they did after that the black album's good and then they just the kept i good. was really out of her for a while then they had a couple lately that weren't bad so it's kind of like friday the 13th where the highs were so high that you have all these 10 out of 10s that i can't their other work wasn't so poor that i that i have to discredit them so i'm gonna have to say mattel because number one now number two see if i look at all my top bands and i look at them here's some of the names that are on there that could be could be Maybe considered metal. Okay, there's nine inch nails. I don't know. Maybe it's considered industrial. Their first industrial. album wasn't metal at yeah. all. So I, I get it though. I get okay. it because
2: it's like a a, a hybrid or, or uh, a smash up of genre in a sense.
0: Right. And a, a lot of his stuff was harder than a lot of metal bands is when, when he goes hard. You know what I mean? It's just, It's hard to say. Then you have like Alice in Chains. Do you just consider that alternative bands like that? Soundgarden. I don't know. Are chains, the chains
1: are metal, though, so.
0: <laughs> then you got Manson. I don't know. Is Manson Industrial, too? What the fuck well, is I don't him? know. I don't he...
1: know. Uh... He's a killer, Charles Manson.
0: <laughs> okay. So you got Manson. Then Tool is also on my list of, of just top 25 bands. So yeah. Tool is there as well. And then I have Van Halen there. Now, Van Halen, do you consider them metal or do you just consider them Hot, rock and roll? Hard rock.
2: Know. There, there was that, there was that time rock. frame where hard rock, yeah. Yeah. ACDC and ACDC and uh, Aerosmith was rock and then maybe hard rock and then Van AC/DC Halen. that twice. Deck.
0: Yeah. ACDC, ACDC. So I'll mention those bands. You know what I mean? And it's like, like Van Halen is the only band. There are two other bands where the singer left that could be on this group, on this list of best metal bands. But when the singer left, I didn't like their replacement in Van Halen. As much as I'm a Dave guy, yeah. I am okay with Sammy also. Yeah, same. I'm, I'm okay. A, with I'm a Gary Sharon guy.
1: guy. <laughs> oh,
2: you're the stop. you're the only one.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> now there's another band, big band, who could be on this list if you consider them heavy metal, and that's Black Sabbath. Well,
2: yes. But the thing with me is, well, the original heavy metal band. But I hear it's you. The Years. yes yeah, not Dio. everything they
0: did with Ozzy I love I don't really I've never been interested in the Dio because I'm so high on Ozzy that I can't imagine another singer coming in that band it just it's weird and it's the same thing with Anthrax who completely different kind of music but I love their first fucking four or five albums with the original singer with Joey and then yeah. they replaced him with someone else and I immediately stopped listening so Van Halen is the one
2: yeah no yeah. i i can't argue any of this i even had like i and i'm very mainstream if chris really wants a detailed uh like argument of metal talk to don and because i'm generic metal i'm more like i'm more iron maiden metallica megadeth anthrax a little bit of slayer but t- and then probably lamb of god is as kind of crazy as i go now chris has been like throwing me some uh uh could recommendations I get, I get
1: rack of lamb of god
2: you can. With a little, with a, little with a little
1: mint sauce, please?
2: Yeah.
0: How about Fucker. Ram of God? The Ram Man. Yeah. <laughs> Ram of God. <laughs>
2: yeah, it's passive aggressor in everybody's list. Like, Ram, you've got to promote it more on oh, the page. Oh, I remember them. That's Ram's yeah. band. Oh, really? That's I Ram.
0: that, I <laughs> that is Ram. like four fuck, or five
2: albums. I remember them. He's like... <laughs> like <that. "Well, laughs> See, well, that's I awesome. Even stuff. Ram's gonna be like, man. he remembers me.
0: <laughs> First four or five albums. I was thinking are of great. another band that had a name similar to Passive Aggressor. What the fuck is it? Oh, there's a. Oh, like, damn it. But, Ram, I you do
2: need to promote your uh, band more on our page.
0: And we should talk music more on the page, I think. We should have a section where we just talk about music. I think we should implement some more things on the page where it's, it's our group anyway. Why not just have the other stuff in there, too? But anyway, if I'm really going just strict, bands that I know 100% are metal. After Metallica, because again, those other ones are fringe. There's no question, because this is the one band that I think is the most consistent in all of fucking metal ever. No question about it, and that's Slayer. I think Slayer from their fucking, even though their first two albums, I don't like the way they were produced, per se, but even the stuff that they put out, the last two albums, even the one album without fucking Jeff in it, who passed away, sadly, they are extremely consistent, and I love Slayer, and I think fucking South of Heaven and Rain of Blood are just fucking extraordinary albums. Extraordinary. So it's hard for them to not be the number two. Number three, I don't know. It's the bands that I mentioned also. I have gotten into Lamb of God recently as well. I think that they're really good. They're the closest thing to a slayer. So they're consistent. I I, I like them a lot, but take what you will from all the bands I mentioned, but, uh, and I am, I like maiden too. I just, I'm not into their whole career. I'm into a lot of the early stuff after seventh son. I just kind of fell out of them a bit. Well, I
2: was, well, that's when they switched. Well, no, they didn't switch. Sorry. They, they had two more generic albums that I liked because I was such a fan. I was such a fan of everything leading up to it. So, uh, 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 no Prayer for the Dying and Fear of the Dark, uh, which were weaker albums. They should have just been one album I combined agree. with their best, and it might have been salvageable. Then they went with a different singer, Blaze Bailey or whatever, and um, I wasn't a fan. I wasn't a fan of the albums. And then they came back with Brave New World, and that album was great. And that really feels like the true follow-up to Seventh Son of the Seventh Son. But then, and they have kept releasing them, because like horror fans, metal fans – are 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 passionate and die-hearted They keep buying albums, and so Maidens had a pretty great career since 2000 to now. And most people think they're just some 80s band that played, but they've released quite a That's few albums. It.
1: What's the I'm joke? Starting a channel where all I'm doing is smashing metal tapes and metal Perfect. vinyl and metal <laughs> CDs. Dude, can you start by smashing that hat? <laughs> I'm smashing Lamb of God with a lamb shank. <laughs>
2: <laughs> that should be the gimmick. That should be the gimmick. You're always know, like, anthrax, it's like some powdered like fucking shit. And I'm and yelling, pass, passive-aggressive man! <laughs> <No. laughs> <laughs> I
3: still anyway.
0: think Helter Skelter by fucking, but I, I still think Helter Skelter, the song by the Beatles, is the first metal song. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Oh, that then the I like, like metal, because I that like the Beatles. fucking hard.
3: Beatles are my favorite You like fan. that song, Helter
0: Skelter? I love Helter Skelter. like Helter Skelter? <laughs> it's a great album, great song. And I love Van Halen.
1: I'm a huge metal fan between the Beatles and Van Halen. Yeah.
0: You like <laughs> Black Sabbath? You like I Led Zeppelin? Like,
1: I do. Yeah. I'm a metal fan.
0: Are they metal? Yeah. That's the thing. Are they metal? And you get into the whole thing. And we're not the people qualify. Even though I love no, all the music. Black
2: Sabbath like some is metal. Some Black, Black Sabbath right. is hand down There's metal. And they're God's one of my song. favorite. They're one of my favorites. Yeah. But if I was just putting on music now, it, it's typically typically not Black Sabbath. I go through phases. But right now, right. like on my phone, I have maybe a handful of Black Sabbath songs. A handful. Whereas I got like albums of Lamb of God, Iron Maiden, et cetera, et cetera. So like that, I just go by what's currently I'm listening to right now and what, what seems to be always on my phone. Which is weird because it would be you know it's what always in my collection before.
0: I've been doing this thing lately. For the past, like, six months, actually. Where I'll take a band. Well, that constantly. But where I'll take a band, and I will listen to their entire library from fucking start to finish. Even bands that I'm into that I have listened to these albums several times. And recently, I started, I listened to the first five Sabbath albums. Then I stopped, and I'm going to go back to it. But I, I do that a lot. Like, I just finished Oasis. I just listened to fucking eight, eight Oasis albums fucking straight because... They're in my top ten bands. Period. They're they another band that that went on that people don't realize. Outside of the states, they're pretty much big worldwide. But I think they're a very overlooked fucking like rock soccer. And roll band. But I...
2: <laughs> they're like the soccer <laughs> of uh, soccer. of music.
1: <laughs> I believe it's I believe it's football.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> indeed <laughs> indeed. But that's what I do. I'll pick a band that I'll just fucking randomly. Just it's fun. I'll listen to every album. Sometimes I, I tire in the middle of it or something and i'll stop and i'll go i'll listen to fucking fish for a week or something and come back i just do shit like that but i mean i have a lot of, i even listened to every madonna album fucking front to back over the past year it's most of them i haven't even heard like one seriously. of my favorite
1: metal i just singers. wanted to do it one day <laughs> madonna Madonna, uh, yeah yeah, huge
0: matter i believe in a material world <laughs> Anyway, I could talk about music forever, so we better stop. I, I I wouldn't mind doing it more though. More people have questions about it, like talk about different rap albums or talk about this and I could man, I, I I love my music, that's for sure. That
1: would require okay. too much prep for me. Too much are prep. Are we gonna do are we Sorry, gonna do
0: the new movie or the
2: old movie first? I know we always go to the old movie, but do you wanna change it Because I figured we're gonna have to do spoiler talk at the end anyway. Yes,
0: yeah, so we gotta go old then, I think, right? We got one more question Doesn't though, matter. remember. <laughs>
2: Oh, we have another fuck question. You. I'm sorry. Fuck yeah. your idea. Yeah, I know. Fu- fuck my way of transitioning this <laughs> oh, into fuck the fucking me. movie reviews.
0: <laughs> Not at all. So what you're saying is this. You want to, even though we're going to do spoilers, you want to no, do the new We're doing movie the old movie now. first
2: now. We're doing the old movie first. Don't try
1: to patronize. <laughs> no, go ahead. Patronize them. It's
0: a stupid fucking idea, Dave. Do it. Do well, the that's old what I, That's what the didn't
1: make
0: movie, sense to me. I then thought... do the old
1: movie. Then do the new movie spoilers. (laughs) I'm smashing a tape live
2: on the show.
0: (laughs) I'm confused. Why would you even recommend that? I don't get what's the merit in that.
2: Well, what difference does it make? If we're going to have the spoiler segment after the credit sequence, what difference would order we go in?
0: Well, because Is there a want... reason why you want to do the new movie first Or are you just, no. just for the fuck of it Just for the fuck of it <laughs> I don't care I, think I, don't care. I, I actually
1: think fun. it might be one of the worst ideas In 136 episodes
0: <laughs>
2: And you're wearing that hat That means something to me Damn
0: That's, it I'm wearing hat. <laughs> That's why I oh, want wanted to transition to the question I wanted to get the last question Figuring Christian will come to his senses By the end of it Because I'm like, I'm no. not even going to acknowledge what he said All I, I thought maybe, maybe I was hearing it I don't it. even know if I can answer
1: a question. I don't know if my brain can can get over the stupidity that was this recommendation. <laughs> Listeners are gonna be on my side. They're gonna be like, of course, because you guys we can't barely talk about the movie. We're gonna be talking about the movie for two minutes before we have so to do you the spoilers anyway. the, So you should review the vigil spoiler-free, then do an entirely different movie, then review yeah. the vigil spoiler. What? <laughs> exactly! After the fucking credits, but that kills the flow. Wouldn't you rather do the vigil and then I edit I edit the thing. I'm talking about editing I it. Point
2: I have to just go like, clap, boom. It doesn't matter when we record the fucking thing. I still can have to take ed- it. Right and out move. the show because oh, no.
0: I have to go right now. Well, why yeah. even mention it to us? Why even oh, mention it to us yeah. if you're going to? Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> what
2: the How fuck is going do? on here? I am in the right and all the losers, as usual. Can you
0: edit the video? I... I I did. I did. Oh my
2: god. Oh my god.
0: So the video version is going to be. Is that how you're going to try to sell the video version better? And if you watch the video version, you'll get everything in chronological review order instead of the split up version, which is only on the audio.
1: (laughs) He's about to smash all his iron, man. Christian, can you
0: edit my hat out of the video?
2: That would take some. No, I'm not that skilled.
0: I I love that hat, but I just noticed something. The top of it. Now forget it. I'm not even gonna fuck you. Know you know what? No, I know. Fuck bu- the, top the top two the of you. Fuck the two of you. Yeah, I'm right. team. I'm team VHS
2: misfits. Misfits. I'm actually out of that group. I left. I'm like this group. I, I go. There's nothing. There's nothing redeeming in this group. I don't even. I don't. I don't want to buy any videos from them. Well,
0: Dave's, friends with, Dave's friends. friends with
1: I them. them now. Yeah, I want to buy. What's
2: top of the hat? Tell me. <laughs> Dave, nothing's wrong with it. I'm, we're just joking. I know. Trust me, it looks it's good. It's fine. For a second,
0: the way it was crumpled, it looked like a penis head. Like, 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 like the tip of a penis. Just
2: think of how it much of fucking it. hair it's, it's holding. That whole thing, his head it's was like this. All
1: right, what was the last question? I think I'm over Christian's idea of reviewing a movie, <laughs> then doing 10 other movies, then going back to the original movie to talk about the ending. <laughs> I fucking <laughs> hate you. <laughs> I, I, it's actually not a terrible Please. idea. It's...
2: Beyond that. I wasn't saying, I was saying talk about the movie first. and I was editing it that way. I'm not talking about stopping, talking about it, jumping to the next movie and then going to the spoiler reviews. I'm saying talk about the new movie first. And then when I edit it, I'll just put the spoiler talk at the end. Like we've been fucking doing. I hate both of you.
0: But then where are you? This is my last show. This is my,
2: this is my last show.
0: Don't
2: hate. Yeah.
3: (laughs)
0: I was going to concede. I was going to say there's a good reason for it. Because it's going to be a short review... And we're kind of in this this fun mode right now, and then we're gonna do a short review, which is gonna be a fun thing, and then we're gonna do something else fun, like Fangoria or some bullshit talk or something, and then we'll see the real serious review of the old movie at the end when it's just gonna be a review. A serious
1: review that, of the that, old yeah. movie? Really? I feel like it's the opposite. Oh. I, I feel like the
2: serious is review series. is the vigil. We're gonna we're gonna go the same way we've always gone. We're gonna talk about the possession first, and it's gonna end here. You fucking scotch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> can we answer oh, this fifth shit. question Holy <laughs> I'm sweating here
1: What other uh, question we have ooh. another question it's a Star Wars
0: Buddy, I was trying to tell you the thing it's a yes, Star Wars ranking. To... yeah rank the three Disney Star Wars movie in order of preference he says I like the first one the second one is unwatchable and the third one is average very interesting very in- interesting now B are you a fan
1: I can't remember. I'm a fan. I've only seen them once, but I don't know well, if it's your, fair. Well, then your opinion really doesn't rank. count then. Yeah, it isn't it, it, really, it really doesn't. I don't really feel like I I've seen them enough. I feel like I need to well, to I... rewatch like the whole franchise at this point. Uh, I,
0: what about Letterboxd? Do you have it on there? That's how I got mine cuz my memory's bad. Oh, I've
1: got the Disney Channel. No. Oh, I don't have my ratings on Letterbox now. Okay, those. we'll
0: go back. We'll go back to you after you listen to what we say. Maybe uh you, you'll figure it out. Go he ahead. He left
2: out. See. He left out the other ones. He left out Rogue. Like I know he's talking about the official series, but actually Rogue One is my favorite of everything that they've done movie wise, uh from the new ones. So I have to say Rogue One, even if that's not what he he just wanted the you know seven or seven eight nine. Still Rogue One's the best thing movie wise. Then *The Force Awakens*, then *Revenge of the Sith*, and then *The Last Jedi*. Um, I'm very—I did not like *The Last Jedi* when I saw it in the theater. I thought we were getting punked. I actually despised it as well. And upon rewatch, which took me over a year, I watched it going before I went to see *Revenge of the Sith*. Uh, *The Last Jedi* I thought was like a third of a good movie. Like there's okay stuff in it, but I really don't care about that movie at all. Like it doesn't even really feel Star Warsy to me. Just. The Last Which Jedi, one? The second, eight, it's horrible. Wow! I know you love it, but I, I, it's, it's not, it's, it, it's not, it was horrible. Let me rephrase that. It was horrible the first time I saw it. I was eh. The second time, leading into, and I've only watched those two times.
0: Yeah, what's Revenge of the Sith? That's that's episode three. What are you
2: talking about? <laughs> oh, sorry, uh, Rise of Skywalker. Is the third one? The <laughs> side,
0: sorry, is he confused. I was like, "What does he talk?" Okay, that's why I was getting confused. Sorry,
2: man. <laughs> so, Rogue <laughs> One, Rogue One, Force Awakens, Rise of Skywalker, The Last Jedi. If I had to put Solo new hope. in there, new
3: hope.
2: if I had to put Solo in there, I'd put it above The Last Jedi.
1: Mine's Rise of the oh. Clones, Attack of the Sith, and uh, A New Hope. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen, I'm, I'm last episode. Yeah. This is the last. Episode.
0: Well, here's what I had to do. I have seen all of these movies twice, except Force Awakens, which I have probably seen about four times. Yet, this past year, I had a little time off work, and during that time off, I watched the entire franchise again. And I, for some reason, I can't, either way. I watched them all to to refresh everything, and that was my second watch of everything, because that's I, I saw them at the theater, and then I came home, and then I watched them all again. For whatever reason, so Weekends, I saw them most times. I saw it twice at the theater and, and twice at home now. So here's what I, I had to do. I legitimately had to look them up on Letterboxd to see what I ranked them, because Letterback. when I think back to them, I don't necessarily... <laughs> I love them all. Like this is uh, this is my franchise. What I said about Rocky before is one thing. To me, every movie in this fucking franchise is an eight or higher, and 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 that that's just me. And I will all. Did you say rank them that, that high? I, on I love them all, and you, <laughs> and you know I'm not a franchise fanboy because here when I talk about Friday the Thirteenth, if I think a movie's not good, even if it's in there, let's say I don't think it's as good. But for whatever reason, these Disney movies, whatever they are, I think I prefer them. A little bit to the prequels, and my explanation is this: the prequels were too much story, not enough action. The new movies are too much action, not enough story. In the middle, the original trilogy is the perfect fucking blend of it all. That that's my takeaway from those three. Yeah, I, but it's I like, agree with you. For sure. get, thank you. Cool. And what what part one, what the, what the sequels lacked, they were very heavy energy emphasis also on on the sword uh, on the um the lightsaber battles and it's like the star wars themselves were gone like i remember going to see force awakens and i was like this is what i want to see they were showing fucking space and they were showing the fucking starships and people firing at each other and all that action that that was great stuff that was what the, the prequels lacked but anyway going by those rankings i rated uh the uh, Force Awakens I gave five stars on Letterbox, which means for me it's at least a nine. I gave the second one, um, the last Jedi, I gave it four and a half, so it's at least an eight and a half for me. And I gave Rise of Skywalker five stars, which again it's at least gonna be a nine for me. So I love them all, and it's weird. But when I when I when I first saw this question. I was actually going to think that the second one was my favorite of the three, <laughs> but when I look back on it, I rated it the low. But for some reason, when I look back on it now, I just love all the stuff between uh, Ray and um and what's his name and Egon. Nothing. Um, no. <laughs> just everything about the way that movie starts when <laughs> when Luke throws the fucking thing. Do Ray Egon. That was good. When, 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 I think it's an underrated movie. I think people shit on it because they expected something different, and I liked that they went in a uh, a different type of direction with it. I'm glad no, they we, expe- we expected
2: group. something good. Is, it was, what, is what that's the different difference? Fine. Good, good is good is what we were wanting. It was dark as
0: fuck. It was I dark. Think as it was fuck. dark.
2: It, you got that casino scene. The fucking writing. Uh, There's so much, so much wrong. Bad CG. Like a whole subplot that you just didn't give a shit oh, about. Rose getting wedged in there is a, a character that I couldn't give a fuck about. Like there was so much wrong. Leia floating through fucking space oh, it? so theme. much laughably. We laughed. My wife and I. That's when I'm like. Are, are this is this? Please tell me this is a 30 minute punked video that we're just like now the movie's gonna start because we've just punked you for the last 30 minutes because this is not a real movie. I was like going like this is fucking terrible. What happened? What the fuck happened here? And I know that we're not, I'm not alone, but I know some people think it's one of the best in the series and those people are fucked. <laughs> you know, we're talking about you, you just had it on your last Watson e show. Yeah, I listen every now and then. No, I listen, I listen. I told Watson, I listen. And he goes, well, we, we talk nicely about exploding heads. I go, that's not the reason I'm going to listen. I listen, I rated you guys. But anyway, where I'm going with it is you guys have a segment where you talk about, uh, about being, can you be wrong? Can your opinion be wrong? You could be objectively wrong. I think a lot of people are objectively wrong on on their stance of the uh, of the Last Jedi. I honestly would take the prequels over that movie. I think, and I'm not a fan of the prequels.
0: I am a fan of all of them, but here, here's the thing: I feel like I'm I'm on the defense. I think everybody should on fucking Last Jedi. Right? And it kind of irked me at the time because I really enjoyed it. And I like the fact that Luke threw away the freaking lightsaber when he got it instead of freaking going all gun ho. And I love the fucking the, the backstory of what happened with, I keep forgetting his fucking name. Uh, what's his real name? See, that's how fucked up I am. And, oh, I've, again, and I, 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 I barely ben. remember oh, that. Okay, movie. I'm gonna call him ben. Ben Solo. Whatever. Ben Bummer. I'm call him ben. ben Bummer. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> I love the story of what actually went down with Ben and the training and everything else and, and how we got the two side to the story, and everything that was going on between Ray and Ben, and how they were communicating and all that shit, man, I really fucking dug it. I, I, It was just dark to me, and I was just, even when she wanted him to join him, and then what happens with fucking Snoke and all that stuff, that scene, damn. And was the thing Willard with Leia,
1: I remember loving it. Huh? Was Willard in it, or just Ben?
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> <Another bad>. uh, <laughs> just like the prequels, just like I the prequels, they fucked up the chance that. to have some, like, Snook getting killed and then bringing the Empire back. I, I Again, I don't get me wrong. There's a lot that I liked when I first saw Rise of Skywalker. And then when I went Why back to Sunk watch it? it again, I did not like it as much. Because, again, they had this character that they could have carried through like the Emperor. And they and they ended up getting rid of him in the second one. Really half-assed. Well, actually, in the best scene in the second one, to be honest. But they should have kept him through. I don't... There, there's so much missed
0: opportunity. He shouldn't have been there in the first place. He shouldn't have been there in the first place because there was no story. I remember seeing Force Awakens and saying, who the fuck is this guy? He has all this power. Where did he come from? How come we never knew about him before? That's actually what bothered me. I was like, it didn't bother me. I accepted it, but there was that one of my questions. Who is this guy? Then there was all kinds of questions. Is that actually Vader? Because he has the fucking the dent in his head where fucking Vader did or something. And everybody was talking about... I wish they would have introduced something different and at first at first i didn't like the fact about palpatine floating around like fucking dr chenard and fucking outrazor 2 in, in the last at first i didn't like it but now i'm gonna apply the same rules i apply to horror for something like this because i always tell my wife if you don't see the body they're not dead and i and i i can't be a hypocrite and say that palpatine because the last time we saw him and he is so powerful he is just flying off into space so the fact that someone like that can survive, I think I can be accepting of it and having to regain power. But whatever.
1: I'm sorry, I'm what? having heart Palpatines. Yeah. <laughs> I did, I, you knew where
2: that joke was going the second you grabbed your
1: fucking heart, your chest. Yeah, I, uh, I cool. uh, Is that like the, in Monster Squad? Wolf, Wolfman's got chinards? <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> These are good jokes, actually. I, I think, I the, think. Uh, ro- Rogue One is the, the darkest of the... The darkest of all the movies that came you know, out because it's like pr- practically a suicide mission. Uh, well, it is a suicide mission. So everybody fucking yeah. dies. I remember my whole family being in, practically in tears at the end. I'm like, yeah, they actually made you care about these characters a little bit, and like well, that's why. I thought...
1: a... Can I ask a question? Yeah. Sorry, uh, go ahead, Christian. Finish first. No,
2: I was just gonna say that's why we had The Force Awakens, which I loved. We had Rogue One, which I loved even more, and then The Last Jedi came. I'm like, uh oh. They fucked it up. And then Solo came and it bombed in the theater because I think of the reception of The Last Jedi. And it was just too much Star Wars all at once. And that one's not a bad movie by any means. Um, It's actually okay. Uh, But then Rise of Skywalker kind of brought it back on track. But upon rewatch, I was kind of just like, like I said, it was okay. Uh, And then The Mandalorian is like the best thing probably in the Star Wars
0: universe. Haven't seen it yet. For whatever reason, it doesn't excite me. But I will see it eventually. What's
1: the order to watch these in? Because I'm not going to rate them because I, I have to really re-watch them. Are you going to go true, you know, OG and then prequels? Or would you go prequels leading into OG, leading into new trilogy? And where yeah, does I- Solo and Rogue One fit into the storyline? If you're going to watch all 11 films.
0: Solo would probably be Solo would be after 1, 2, and 3. Okay. And New Hope would be part four and add between new hope. No, 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 I'm sorry. Actually it would be one, two, and three. And then it would be solo. And then it would be Rogue one, correct? Rogue, Rogue one I th- yeah. would think, yeah. Okay.
1: Solo, Rogue yeah. one, Rogue one
0: and... obviously new hope,
1: exactly. And then new hope, okay. So that's how you would watch them? No. You... <laughs> Cause I'm not well, a super if dude. I
0: really want to get that, <laughs> if I wanted to watch them in a hundred percent chronological order. Yes, but I'm, and for years I did that. When I introduced my daughter to them, that's how I did it. But looking back now, I think it's actually better to watch fucking four, five, and six first, see what happens. And then when you go back to the prequels like we did, you know what they're referencing. It, I yeah. think it's better that way to see the rise of Anakin and everything that happened, knowing who he becomes. you know what i mean and i I almost feel bad i I really think it should go four five six then prequel order of release i think it's the best way to to take them
2: in one thing about the prequels of Mm. they they fucked up by killing darth maul two things the phantom menace is the best one of those three in my opinion i actually don't like the other two as much and i know i'm in the minority i i could get over the jar jar binks like factor uh the the only my two my two things with this movie is that pod race sequence or that racing speed racer sequence. It's far too long. The movie stops dead for it and that they killed off Darth Maul. Darth Maul should have been the villain through all three of the movies like Darth Vader was. And that, and they should have done, they should have carried him through. That's the problem with the prequels. And I could get over Jar Jar and I understand they, they reacted based on fan reaction. They stripped him back. But at the time, my second cousin was the proper age for that. He loved Jar Jar. He thought Jar Jar was great. Oh, If they kept Darth he was Maul a lot,
1: every if, they scene. Kept, if they kept Darth Maul a lot, they could have done the sequel, uh, Phantom of the Maul. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, awesome. <laughs> That's great. They should have kept Maul alive, and they should have had fucking Anakin kill him in, in, in part when, when Emperor was like, okay, this is the guy I really want, and he's trying. Stronger, so I'm going to have to do a little betrayal here. That would have been cool to have fucking Anakin on his rampage. The first person he kills is fucking Darth Maul and then fucking goes off. That would have been yeah. fucking brilliant. I would have loved that. I agree. Accepted, yeah. Try too hard. Yes. There's too much yeah. dialogue in Phantom Menace that True. goes over everybody's head. And I yeah. hate to say it, but that was my issue with um, the one that everybody loves. Rogue One. There was too much dialogue. Dialogue and a lot of it went over my head, and I thought it was unnecessary. I think they could have trimmed fucking about thirty percent of the dialogue, and you would have got the same effect. I still enjoy Rogue One. I just don't fucking cup its balls and fucking blow it as deep as ever. I never hear anybody talk about Rogue One. Really?
2: Oh my! Everybody says.
0: Everybody does.
2: does. I guess. I mean, for me, it's Empire Strikes Back, and then Rogue One. In my my opinion, I love those two.
0: I mean, from the new ones, homie. I yeah. mean, from the new ones, not in, but, yeah, the Disney ones. I don't mean of all of them. No, of course, not. Just basically since the prequels, they'll say those are the best ones. That's the best movie they've made since the prequel. Any of them is fucking wrong one. Yeah. But like, fucking, I, I enjoy them all. I enjoy them all. Now let's That's talk all about Friday the Thirteenth a yeah, bit course,
2: more. <laughs> then i will stay on the show just to piss Brandon off a little bit for five more and more five minutes more. <laughs>
1: No, I think I was actually thinking and I came up with an idea. I was thinking we should do next week's spoilers first before we even get into today's <laughs> Man. This way you can There's start so much- editing next week's show. I, I for- just I,
2: here here's the reality of it. And I say this every time we get a little bit of feedback here and there. The listeners know exactly what I'm talking about, and they would have not been against it, and they would be like, What the fuck are you two going on about? Garen. Fucking teed. Just like I
1: win every fucking list. Just like I win everything.
0: Every list. <laughs> one list <laughs> by one point. Game. He
1: won this list because I recommended a movie to for him and he put it at his number one a week before the year end show. Holy this fucking guy.
0: Son of a bitch. I gotta talk about Fringe February. Well, we wait. I can't do it now. I'm in Fringe February. I watched that and a bunch of other ones. And oh well, it's okay. So you want to start we'll
1: with? What? You want to start with the Vigil? Yeah.
0: Let Steve fucking do what he wants to do. I don't no, know if I'm actually I actually
1: need No, the possession. I have Happy. With no, it. we're just doing the vigil first. <laughs>
2: oh no, we're not. I want you to. I want. Let's I want the listeners to experience exactly our the show the way it's supposed to be. Then.
1: The way it's supposed to be. So you, yeah. wait with a different editor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, seriously. I, I honestly don't care either. I'm just teasing. No. Uh, I don't need... You want to do the vigil first? I don't care.
2: No, we'll do the possession. We'll do the possession. I feel
1: bad I... now. It <laughs> doesn't Good. I'm first.
2: glad. I'm glad. That's all that. Now I feel vindicated. I just... That's it. Now the possession we can do. I feel better now that you feel bad.
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll do the possession first because Christian wants to do it the way it's always been done. The possession from 2012. A young girl buys an antique box at a yard sale, unaware that inside the collectible lives a malicious ancient spirit. I'll just stop it there. There was more? That's pretty yeah, there was another. Se- there was another sentence that says the girl's father teams with his ex wife to find a way to end the curse upon their child. <laughs> I, I <don't, laughs> what? I they, That's they what? don't team up.
2: <laughs> what are you talking about? I will say, I missed this. I thought I saw this movie because. At the time, there's all these movies that came out with similar. I mean, you're gonna mock me for it, but there I think there's the apparition or or whatever. Then there's the possession, and the, there's probably one or two other ones that came out, and they kind of blended together for me at the time. So I the so three movies, yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: the apparition, or The four. Possession, and one other movie, and you, it's you, one or two you've others. Lost your fucking yeah. head, <laughs> yeah, I
2: lost my head. Uh, and so anyway, uh, I didn't see this, and there is some good. To great stuff here, but there's also some fucking ridiculousness yeah. that you can't overlook. That I wish they just trimmed out. Uh, One of them is the fucking bobbing, uh, the bobbing uh, Jewish. uh, no, I was gonna say priest, the but bee- what would it be? Anthony. The padre. Yeah, the I'm down with the sickness. <laughs> I'm, I'm down with the like it. he's the bobbing yeah. priest. <laughs> I'm like, what?
3: It's
1: so it it's unintentional. It's, no, it's, a it's, a it's a thing.
3: thing. It is a
1: thing. It's, it's a thing. Ro- rock- rocking when you pray is, very, is okay. it's, it's part of it. I, I know, but I, th- I, I feel like that they that wouldn't. Be, I, that I'm, that I'm glad that you that cleared it up, but it visually
2: looks ridiculous, unfortunately. It takes away from the impact of that scene for me. Maybe it didn't for you because you know more about it and, it, and it's true to life. So I guess I'm critiquing something that just visually looks silly. In this case yeah
1: now if you if you watch um J- Jewish people pray particularly in the Orthodox Hasidic community they it's always there's always rocking involved with with the praying, so okay. it didn't take me out because I awesome. know that yeah yeah, well, I'm reform I, yeah oh. Yeah. well they share they share a lot of similarities the Muslim faith and the Jewish faith, you know, for as much oh. as they hate each other, there's actually a lot faith. of similarities in their faith, but uh yeah, oh, so it didn't take me out of there. I feel like this is a good uh, again another one that falls into that category of maybe introductory horror for people for horror, young. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and a good PG thirteen for me. What takes me out of this a little bit? Is some of the effects, the CG, but, but yeah, some end, yes. of the CG effects. But again, great characters, really terrific character development here. Really, a, a a family that you really genuinely care about, and and that's what engages you for the full. 90 minutes and kept me on board. And this was my second time seeing it. I was a fan the first time. I'm a fan the second time. The one thing I forgot about or got confused with is I thought this had a different ending. In fact, but I'm confusing it with another movie. I'm not sure what the other movie is, but. The apparition? It could be. I don't know. I remember. The possession of Michael King? The the possession of Don King.
0: (laughs) Only in America lucky <laughs> five <laughs> i I, just, I agree this
2: it's a yeah. it's a it's a well done movie there's enough good here to recommend it no question I had a great time with it some of the missteps there are some weird editing choices, but I was okay oh, with it like that just one scene. he's just talking on the phone and it just fades
1: out and then they're just driving. Dude. How about the scene where he says to the daughter, shut the door after all the moths are in there. She shuts the door and it cuts to black for like two minutes. Yeah. Yeah. They've done
2: that. What what the hell is that? There was a couple of transition sequences. I was like, did they not have a transition scene? So they're just using a fade out, which is old school. Uh, And I'm okay with it, but I noticed it in those two instances. The one you're mentioning, Brandon, and the other one that I mentioned. At least I'm like, well, that was a really odd transition for a mainstream movie. Uh, but the the look of the film the acting uh the way the the progression of it is good i like the yard sale situation i like how it calls to her there's that her distorted face or when her eye rolls back it's really fucking creepy and some of the possession stuff really does hit home and works it it's like they crank it up to eleven a couple of times and that's where it falters a bit and then the bobbing priest did make me laugh and for bobbing padre would i'm saying this wrong what would it be called what would he be called i'm sorry
1: <laughs> uh, Bob the the I guess a rabbi rabbi, rabbi. okay well if he he's a rabbi, a rabbi but, but a junior rabbi yeah. yeah he wasn't a rabbi he was that. that was, a, that, yeah, that, he, was he. Ma, that was modest yahoo who yahoo serious you don't know modest yahoo yeah I don't know anybody no a rapper
0: He's a Jewish rapper. You've never heard of Modest no. Yahoo? Well, that's why he was like... Anything Anything like after 2005 rap, I don't know.
1: I don't know when he so was. Then two I never Jews? really listened to him. <laughs> no, Modest Yahoo. He Five was Jews. huge. I thought he was He was one of my favorite characters, Saduk. I thought he was great in it. For a mainstream movie, uh,
2: uh, and again, a PG-13 movie, what an ending. I mean, some people shouldn't have thinking it was trying to set it up for a oh. sequel. Oh, I just yeah. thought, what a great what a great ending i just was with one (laughs) exception the phone call sounded really phoned in no quite no pun intended but it sounded like they're like hi thank you for helping me no problem john Uh, good luck to you and your family and then the big ending i'm like wow that sounded really really staged which was weird it was like those couple of moments with some of that bad editing very very few instances but it's just like they did kind of pull me up, but it was the bobbing priest and the little CGI monster at the end that I thought they could have done something a little bit different, but it didn't destroy the movie by any means. It wasn't a deal-breaker.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's not a deal-breaker, but seeing the evil is is a little bit of, like, a misstep for me because, I mean, it's grounded in reality, the Dybbuk box and all yeah. that, the, the containment of evil. I would have liked a little bit more... Research into it. I would have loved it if they went and saw the woman at the beginning and find out why, how she had the box. So she was still alive. Yeah. They show her disfigured right. at the window when, when yeah, the other girl. Crazy. Like, find the origin of this. Uh, 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 what was the spirit's name? Ozzy something? Ozzy. Uh, <laughs> Osborne? Ozzy, <laughs> Ozzy? Yeah. Uh, Ozzy Lou? <laughs> Abizu. Abizu. Yeah. Abizu. Yeah. Abizu. Oh, yeah, right. Zoo. And just find a little bit more of the history of the book box and and all that and uh, the evil within it, but instead he goes to that professor and that professor like was like almost mocking oh. him
0: like now it's on to you like, Dick I thought he was a joke
2: I thought he was yeah right? I was well, you're was. right that was another I thought he was kind of like making a joke being of like it a, or something yeah it's like being yeah. a prick like he was are you he looking for a, a are you
1: looking for the bathroom coach yeah what <laughs> brings you to my class you fucking illiterate prick.
2: Well, I think they're gonna explore the origins in the Mike Flanagan directed sequel uh, and there'll be a Flanagan lot of mummy Mike mouth Flanagan in it Flanagan?
3: yeah Mike Flanagan
2: Flanagan
1: that's what I'm gonna start calling dry mouth I need I need a, I need a drink i have, I have mummy mouth <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh. well, you know it's weird my experience <laughs> with this movie, this is the second time I, I've seen it, and it was the exact same as the first time with it and the weird thing is a lot of people really uh rate this movie kind of high and they really like it and this is what i can say as i started watching this movie i'm half an hour into it 40 minutes whatever and you got you know how we do the deep dive thing on um on the watt z and we always try to figure out what we're going to talk about so we'll kick ideas to each other and it did they just happen naturally one of us will come up with something we'll communicate and okay that sounds good this is what i wrote to watson as i'm watching it and i think obviously we're going to deep dive it on the next show more than likely but this is the the experience i had with that this movie the first time and this time and this is what i said to him is it fair for us to not like a horror movie because we think the setup is basic that's what's going on in my head right now as i'm watching this movie which is fine but i've seen something similar many times and that seems to be my issue with this movie. And I don't know if that's if I'm wrong for feeling that way, but it's just like it's okay, somebody goes to a garage sale, buys a box, there's evil in the box, they take it home, here's the daughter, it possesses her, and off we go. And it just I know maybe I sound weird when I'm saying it, but it just seems like it's I don't know. It's like I'm looking for something else, and I don't know if it that's on me. If I'm being a, a picky viewer so. of the films but it just so. seems well, th- that's my issue with that's why i think this movie is just good and, and that's it i don't yeah. see anything that sets it apart i don't know why people rate it four stars on uh on letterboxd i don't see what i'm missing out on and it and it irks me because i i want to love it you know what i want to see what other people are seeing as i'm watching and i'm like yeah this movie's okay it's fine uh, but i just it never takes me to that place.
1: I think it's because it, they didn't get into the Judaism and, and the whole religious aspect behind the evil l- like the Vigil does. They could have done it here. I mean, you don't find out about what this box is un- until more than halfway through the movie. Yeah, it, when it he really does, just when becomes he does,
2: like a Exorcist ripoff in a yeah. sense. Like, you have seen it all before, but it's 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 repackaged decently enough but i agree brandon we're missing the meat and potatoes here that would have probably yeah. elevated it to the level that you want it to be and but i'm speaking for like... you now brandon i apologize i kind of just jumped in there but i agree with you i guess speaking it's my excitement well oh no i mean and also for you because i agree with in the sense of like that's what it's missing it's missing yeah. the historical element to it because yeah.
1: you're right the only time we get it is in a mock uh,
2: it's almost like, like they didn't want to li- believe yeah. it
1: I like the, the the special effects scenes with the moths. I think it's very creepy. I like the yeah, subtle. I, I like the subtle scenes, even though this one's not so subtle. The MRI scene, seeing the evil inside of her, terrifying. Yes. I really cool. That. And yeah. the scene when they're at the diner and he's talking to her, and, and she she's like, "Can I get more fries?" And then she goes, "She's still hungry." Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was like, "That's awesome." I don't need the fingers in the back of the throat. I, I,
0: <laughs> I actually like that.
1: I don't mind it, but I don't need it. I don't need the moths coming out of the throat. I don't need the fingers. I don't need that. Like that's overkill. Give me more historical reference, especially since you're saying this is based on a true story. Obviously, you know, if it if that's the case, you're dealing with somebody who went to the Orthodox community seeking help. Give give me more research and history of it. Not saying okay. a lot more, but
0: so, to get into that and B, you said you may or you may not know, so I'm, uh, but okay, you said it's the Orthodox community. What is the difference between I wrote this down let me let me look at the note. Hasidic versus Orthodox. What is the difference? Uh, I, I
1: believe the Hasidic community it's a it's a certain type of belief versus straight up orthodox. I mean, it a lot of times people just lump it all Bump into them. one, yeah.
2: Okay, because I've got. Is it possible
1: to get your dad in
2: here to
1: tell us? My dad will probably know less than I do.
0: (laughs) Well, that's not the important part. I just didn't know if they uh, carried on a different way or lived a different way completely or not. Because, okay, I've always. my brother. Oh, okay. My brother worked at at, um, this grocery store for a long time, and he was in the. he wasn't in the grocery store. He was. It was while he was going to school, and he was trying to eventually become a um, a physicist. Have to teacher. work
1: in the grocery store if he's not in it.
0: <laughs> well, he's not. He's in the grocery store, but he's in like a a, a child uh, watching situation. Like you know, uh, you ever see at a grocery store? They have those places where sometimes yeah. you could you could bring your kids there while they shop yeah. and the, watch them. Okay, so my brother was trying to become a a teacher. He was going to school for, and this was his job because he figured it would look good on you know his resume. So he worked with these children. They would come in and they, you know, play video games for a while or do whatever. And all kids love him, just like me. We get along well with with children. We just we're that type of people. So anyway, he would tell me that th- there was this, the Orthodox Jews that came in were very, uh, and he's not the type of guy that He's like me. He's not gonna just make shit up or insult a crew of people unless there's a reason for it. He says that a lot of them come in and they all like had their nose up and everybody around that wasn't like them. And, like, they didn't want their children to play with, like, the regular Caucasian children or the black children that were there. And, and on top of it, they would always leave a big mess, like, with their food and everything. He goes, so these people come in, they leave a mess, and they, they turn their nose up, and they're very, like, egotistical. Like, they think they're better than everybody else that goes there. So that, again, uh, I They don't know think
1: it, it. They believe it.
0: Okay. It's so true. they really are this it, way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. they're not portrayed this way in this movie of course but yeah. i thought maybe there was a difference like the hasidic people were okay but the orthodox were like the real hardcore no the the, the,
1: orth- the hasidics are the real hardcore the orthodox oh. would be you could see somebody wearing a yarmulke and you know like slacks and a button down shirt and they could be orthodox <laughs> if you see somebody wearing you know the black robes the big hats you know the tallis with the payas, that's hasidic
0: Okay, and they are known to have that attitude, huh? They are snobbish. Yes, yes, wow. and saying.
1: yeah, because they'll they'll tell you, you know, to basically interact with your own kind. Okay. Yeah.
0: Well, hearing it from you, I mean, that's uh, not that I don't trust my brother. Of course, I do. But that's more validation. I just wanted to know if you knew. No,
1: it's it's true. Unfortunate.
0: Yeah, that unfortunate really jealous. is. So there's there's racism everywhere from all different sects of people. Of course, I, mean, I was just curious if there was a difference because when you said the word orthodox. You know, it, it, it always takes me to, to those people, which I, I don't really know any. And I always think of Hasidic are the ones that have that hair thing. Yeah. You know, again, what do I know? I only know what the television shows me. I, I don't, I didn't grow up with that around me, really. So,
2: Just watching Fox I... News.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, back to the movie. This is my thing. If this movie would have come out 25, 30 years ago, the exact same movie with these tropes that maybe at the time weren't there yet, would I have liked it more? And again, we're going to really get this into Watsi. Uh, it's just, but that at the end of the day, that seems to be my problem with it. It's very basic. You know what I do like? That one scene, even though it's CG, and you guys did mention it, when she's in the garage and the stepfather, it's not stepfather, mother's boyfriend's there. And then you see that it's a hand under her mouth and it pushes her eyeball back. That's cool. Like I even call my daughter, and I go, Frankie, look at this. I go, now, don't you think that would be better if this was done CG? I go, it's a good scene, but it's too bad it's obviously CG. If it was practical, that would have been a better scene. But I like the idea of, of having her eyeball literally pushed back from a hand that's, like, inside of her face, and you see it under, under her skin. I dig that. That's cool. There's a couple scenes I like. but here's Okay, here's a critique, and it probably completely went over my head. What the hell happened to the the... It was a great scene with the um, the mother's boyfriend. <laughs> his and his teeth, teeth come out. And his all teeth fall office. out. Nobody. He's the, gone.
1: Nobody, nobody yeah. calls him to see if he's okay.
0: <laughs> okay. So that's a major. Crit- I he, he drives I off. Something. And that's the last
2: we hear or see of him. It's like the mom's yeah. like, well, I, like, she should have said, well, I can't date old no teethy over there or whatever. I mean, it was a great sequence, but then we never, that was another fault of the movie. Yeah. There's no closure on that whatsoever. He's gone. Right. Never to be heard of again.
0: That's, that's at least lazy. have him
2: drive off a cliff or something
0: Whee! <laughs> that would have been great yeah.
2: yeah his teeth go in his
0: eyes so he can't see
2: no <laughs> no it'd even be better if he flies off he looks in the rearview mirror his teeth are all fine he's like huh and then it just crashes and blows up oh
3: yes
1: <laughs> that actually would have been a cool scene
2: yes it would have <laughs> That would have
1: been cool there but yeah. there's, he just drives
2: off nothing no, they never come Are back you to it. Did it, Are <laughs> you did it <laughs> I didn't send him. I not They should
1: have had him at the end. Uh, I'm just here <laughs> to pick up my stuff. He should, he should have been under a bridge giving out blowjobs. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: I give good
3: puff. <sighs> I, oh, Mama That's mia. like
2: a, that joke is based on a real story. It was. Uh, I, I I'll derail us for one second. We were, I was driving nice. my buddy home. We're, we're driving home one time, and there's this girl hitchhiking, and this is before marriage and all this. We're still dating, whatever. Uh, not dating my my wife, just in the dating phase or whatever. Uh, right. And right. we're driving home, and this girl's hitchhiking. We're like drive by, we're like, huh? Pull back. i never. It's not something I've done. So pick up a hitchhiker, and that should have been my last time ever pick, picking up anybody because, like, it was just horrible experience. In our heads, we're what? thinking Detroit Rock City, going, hey, this is how porno movies start. And, and, and when she gets in, she's like, yeah, I just got in a fight with my, my boyfriend's new girlfriend. Knocked all of her. I'm going to go back there. I'm going back there. I'm just going home to get my brass knuckles. I'm going back there. I'm going to pop all of her teeth out. If you want a girl that gives good puff, I'll give her her number. And we're just like, oh, shit. Please get out of my car. <laughs> and then we dropped her <laughs> off. We dropped her off. My buddy, my buddy and I are just driving. And we're just looking at each other and Give good puff. <laughs> like, that was the <laughs> only thing we retained from that whole experience.
1: <laughs> Give good who do you puff. Th- who do you think gave her a ride back to the boyfriend's house? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't movie.
2: know. It was not us.
1: <laughs> it was not <laughs> Give good puff,
0: P-U-F, or P-O-F, puff.
2: I, I, I guess puff is in P-U-F-F.
0: Puff the I, Magic Dragon? Yeah, oh. I guess. Like,
2: she's going to just knock it out. She'll be like,
3: oh. <sighs> pop
0: (laughs) (laughs) that's actually okay no teeth to get in the way exactly boyfriend's new
2: girlfriend yeah that's weird
0: ex boyfriend probably
2: Uh, it was an ex yeah
0: probably became an ex maybe that day
2: (laughs) (laughs) it sounded like it happened right there but she was going home to get something and she was heading back and we weren't going to be part of it
0: anymore. <laughs> Give good puff. You know, I want to get good puff as I'm actually puffing something. That'd be great, wouldn't it? A double puff. You're an Oreo double stuff. It's Dave Z double puff. A puff on a fucking <laughs> uh, joint while getting good puff.
3: <laughs>
0: yeah. I love it. Okay, um, okay. Here's what I like about this movie. The stuff about the okay. Back to the movie. The father. What's going on? I think his wife, his ex-wife is treating him fairly unfairly. I mean, this guy has an opportunity t- to get a job as the head coach of fucking NC. And she's busting his balls. He's literally just hearing about this. And the stuff with the daughter just started a week or two ago. Obviously, the wheels were in motion before this girl started acting a fool. And she's busting his balls <laughs> acting about.
1: Acting a fool. <laughs> <laughs> acting a fool. Quit but you a know fool, what? you demon-possessed I, bitch.
0: I agree, <laughs> but
2: I think they were trying to hint at they're not done. They're, 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 like she's moved yeah. on to this dentist but they're not done Some That dentist, she doesn't can't. even have any teeth good point <laughs> <laughs> and I think she was more mad at he was fucking up the situation that they could be go, fixing maybe something in their relationship, that's how I took it because at first I was like well she's being unreasonable but I took that 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 sort of 11 on the scale of unreasonable as you she was 11? mad because wow. she was moving I'm yeah. impressed there you go. <laughs> but I love I love that. Did, fun, you, did you pop it? When the dad when the dad yelled back, uh stop stop messing with my kids' teeth. Or something yes. like that. that was, I laughed. Stay away from my daughter's
0: teeth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, stay away from my daughter's
2: teeth. I thought that was a hilarious
0: line. <laughs> hey, did you think that one that one daughter, the older one? What's Hannah? It was Hannah and, and her sister um Hannah and her one. sisters? <laughs> <laughs> Hannah Woody Allen was in this? How about Hannah Dusser, sister? Did you
2: ever see that one? Woody Allen was in that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That one, too, yeah. Would (laughs) he? Yes, he would. (laughs) So, Hannah, that was her name. Don't you think she looked like a young Lindsay Lohan? Or was it just me?
2: No, that's what I was like. This can't be. This doesn't
0: line up.
1: No, it's just you. No, I thought it was the
0: same
1: thing. Okay, all right. Pre-drugged out. No, it was just you, two.
0: (laughs) Just the two of us. Nobody else. else. And Just think, the two of us. We <laughs> that one chick's make- a little old <laughs> to have an imaginary friend. I think that would that would have been like I mean come on oh, only I could see him or but I can't even see him and I talk to them. It isn't like she's fucking four or five years old. This girl's like what ten or something eleven. If that would have been my daughter, I don't know. It would have been a little more serious. Approach. Well, he's
1: pretty suspect at that point.
0: He's suspect, but an imaginary friend at that age, you know, and she's acting fucking, eating all that fucking food that time, and it's like, slow down, remember? <laughs> and then she stabs him with a fork. Yeah, and then she stabs him. <laughs> I'm sorry, Daddy. <laughs> Fuck you, bitch. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but, yeah, if the dad was really cool with that. I'd be like, yeah, yes. I'd be pissed. Yeah.
1: Stick a fork in it, you're done.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, didn't they do that in that one movie we reviewed, The Christmas Horror Story? Wasn't yeah. somebody... A lot of food but, eating fast, and the guy the got kid, away the,
2: and stabbed him. The Black family when the when the kid you know, uh, gets switched up with the gremlin. Yeah, it's exactly the same thing.
1: I don't uh, think you can call say Black family anymore. You, you can't you say can. that. I think you have in to say fact, dark, darker than white. I think you have to say. In
2: fact, on the last episode of Ggif I said because we we oh, uh, I, I, I was talking to the American listeners, I said that you know don't be offended by me using the term Black because that's like. The, like, that's the vernacular here in Canada.
1: and Because we are very racist here in Canada.
2: So no, not at that. all. And <laughs> Preston, Preston Francis said it's gone back in the States <laughs> to <laughs> that and not African-American. I didn't know you know because you know why would I, I know what's happening got, in the States? You know
1: what it's done in the States?
0: It's gone back to black. <laughs> 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 I was just going to go. <laughs> and I'm not sure.
2: It's not, this is not a joke or whatever. I don't know, because it changes fucking daily there in the States. I just care about what's happening here.
0: I always say black. I always say black in my house with, with my black wife. I always yeah. I don't say I African-American. If I really want to get fancy in public, I'll say people of color. If I want well, to that's say the people. fancy term. That's the fucking, the, the, the artistic fucking. I won't even talk speaking. about bears
1: anymore after my fiasco with colored bear.
0: This is true. Come on! Yeah. You
1: thought he you thought he said colored. Bear. Yes, I did. i,
0: I did. Like, but he's allowed to do that. hes, he, he's he,
1: thats him. I know, but I—all my notes. He can't can say like, that. Colored bear says this. <laughs> colored bear said that. And then you're like, it's cuddly it. bear. I'm like, oh fuck! I am racist. <laughs> <laughs> colored bear. <laughs> you just didn't have subtitles. That's it. Oh, no, I didn't have subtitles. Anyway.
0: Oh. The, the thing is, I like the relationship thing, with, the, but I, th- I felt for him because I thought she was being unfair to him. Like, yeah. saying all this other stuff, but at the same time, she's like, oh, well, don't feed them this, don't do this, to get your emails off my computer. It was very fucking passive-aggressive on her side, honestly. And now you're trying to say that she didn't really want him to leave? Well, maybe don't treat him like shit when the guy is obviously a good father, coming to the house, picking them up on time, doing everything he's supposed to do. He's a very loving guy, and she's fucking... Pushing them away, but then when the one oh, push comes not literally, figuratively, and you know he was talking about going away to NC. Then she changes her tune. So I had a little bit of an issue with her, and then of course I had a little bit of an issue with the end, how everything all of a sudden comes together. Just and they're a happy family again. Yeah, and the guy has never acknowledged again the boyfriend, <laughs> and there yeah. they are. One day later, hey, how's everything going? On the phone with that guy. Oh, everything's better than great with me and my family. You can keep my car. What? Yeah, Uh, yeah. All right. Um, Uh, You know what? I
1: took that as you can keep it for now because he he said, like, I'm not going anywhere. Like, he's staying for breakfast because it it seemed very too good to be true because it was literally like the next morning. I have, I, no like, you know I have no oh clue I have no clue if it was even the real actors. I think they just
2: called someone in. We need a <laughs> phone call to overdub to finish this fucking movie. And so they just called two people in and it did that phone call I talked about. Because you're right, it was so listen to that phone call at the end. It's so bad. It's so like it feels like someone's reading off cue cards. But yeah. yes. So I agree with you guys. But but the the humdinger of the ending, the tag on part was great. Yep
0: agreed
1: yeah. it is it is really good and uh but it just it just misses a scene going back to the original house they should have gone back and spoken to the woman and found out about what she knows about the box and what she knows about the origin of abby zoo or whatever the what was.
2: if they had the scene in there and they cut it out for timing purposes because you're absolutely correct like, it, they it, it knew where it, they got it, the box. The box didn't just show up. They got it. He even says, yeah. we got it at a garage sale. First order of business, the next scene would have been them going back to the fucking house to talk to the son, to maybe be able to talk
1: to the mom. It's missing from this movie. You're right. It really is. Because yep. all yeah. the artifacts in there, the tooth and all this, it's like, it's creepy imagery and we never learn anything about it or about this demon. And, uh, I don't know, a little bit of origins in there would have been cool. But okay. but Jeffrey Dean Morgan and Kira Cedric were great, and the daughters were great. It was a really yeah, good, good. Yeah. Fa- really good family dynamic in this. So I think that that really saves it for me, and uh, just a, a good introductory horror for a possession film.
2: Yep, I, I was happy with it. I'm a I'm at a seven. I'm not like I just think it was it was a good movie, and I I could recommend this to people to check out. Absolutely.
1: Uh, yeah. I'm right there with you. That's the exact same score I give. It. And I think it's a I think it's a really fair score. And it's a really good score.
0: I'm I'm almost. I'm six point five. I wanna be higher because there are things I like about it, but I just can't get over some of my complaints. There is one good scary scene that I didn't mention that I loved when she's saying, Daddy, you scared me. Daddy, you scared me over Oh, and, over yeah. and that laugh. Yeah. That was fucking creepy. Yeah, that, that was creepy, that was done baby. well. Yes. That, that and was that was
1: pretty cool, that the whole setup in the hospital in the downstairs hospital and the, you know, the physical therapy room and how he would use that with his players and, and stuff like that. So he knows about it and it's closed. Yeah. So having that whole area was cool.
0: And I felt bad for him when his daughter said, I hate you and mom hates you and all that stuff. Sure. It was, that, I did feel for him the entire story. That that that's one really good thing about it. But the rest of yeah. the stuff, it was too I don't know. It was just too cliche and too been there, done that. And it, it was I fine. Like watching I... The
2: Poltergeist at the end a little bit too. It's like The Exorcist meets The polterge- Poltergeist with the flashing lights, the hair blowing, like the wind kicking up. Yeah. But there's a bit of nostalgia mixed in there with me that I appreciated that they did it, but it was very much a, like two major nods towards those films there. But then you've got The Bobbing Priest, which again, I I, I feel bad. Like it's, it, it's a silly visual, yet I'm glad to hear it's based in reality now because that makes oh, me little... accept it a bit more. Yeah. yeah. After
0: I saw it in the second movie, I kind of figured that it was a thing. So I was like, okay, but that might be it. But speaking of Poltergeist, I was going to say it earlier. Uh, maybe, priest, maybe that was, that, was, that was a nod to Poltergeist too. Remember he gives him his car at the end of the movie, the guy that helps him out. Both you
2: and I won't be needing it in about another 10 seconds. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
0: Hope he's got good insurance on this. He's like, yeah, hey, I already need a new car anyway. Fuck it. Take it. You know? And one funny scene, unintentionally funny to me, one of my famous scenes, is when the guy <laughs> the guy is driving through the thing, the Orthodox community, and everybody's walking, and he's driving. <laughs> and the Jewish guy looks at him and he goes, what are you doing?
1: <laughs> well, it, 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 must have, it must have been Saturday, and, you know, you don't drive on the Sabbath. You don't, you, don't, you don't operate machinery or electricity on the Sabbath. You can't turn on lights. You can't use oh, phones, man. nothing like that. If you ever see on Saturdays, you'll see in, in the Jewish communities, you'll see everyone walking to temple.
0: That's Oh, I just thought it was a community and, where there wasn't supposed to be a car there. Oh, and wow. The, on one, okay. And
2: the buildings had a bunch of rope because <laughs> they won't use elevators.
0: So they had to like just like,
2: shoot <laughs> me up the side of the building with a rope. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. We live on the 12th floor. Don't
1: look down. <laughs> yeah, Christian, it's called davening. D-O-V-E-N. Davening is the Jewish prayer with the rock.
2: <laughs> davening. Okay, Daven. and, but I also did like the scene. I know we've already rated, and we sometimes do this, we go back after. I did like the scene when the, the uh, did you open the box? Did you open, the The only question needing answered, Thanks. did you open the box? My daughter, and then they all like backed up. The, oh, oh, <laughs> oh. whoops. That was <laughs> sit Goosebumps giveaway. Oh, two two videos. <laughs> two videos just got smashed.
0: Uh-oh, don't do it. <laughs> okay.
2: <laughs> yeah, that uh, was a good scene too. But anyway, that's it.
0: All right, party time. <laughs>
1: what, see, party time? <laughs>
0: well, now
1: wait, before, before you do announcements, should we do the spoilers for the vigil? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: man. I can't wait
2: until... <laughs> Everybody chimes in and says they knew exactly what I was talking about. I probably didn't explain myself properly, which is uh, which is definitely a reoccurring <laughs> thing on the show. So I will I will definitely say there could be that aspect, but I don't. How think would in they this know? Case it's they're that... not
0: a, they're not thinking from an editing standpoint. You think that they're thinking about that? Only <laughs> people like you would be thinking about it from that 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 standpoint. Of course, the listeners aren't. Oh well, he many he going to edit it later. Why would they think that?
2: <laughs> That's true. That is true. <laughs> I, I, I might be very wrong on this one. I'm
0: telling you.
2: I'm going to wear this clown mask for the rest of the show now. Yeah. Nice.
0: it's yeah. the masked marble.
2: He's always going to wear a mask yeah. from now on. Yeah, that's it. That's going to be our new He's thing. Star. Yep. Why do you have so many weird masks? Right? These are my Halloween Man. things. I make, like, the dummies for, like, the displays and whatever. I oh, have, okay. Oh, uh, a lot of clown ones. Uh, and, like, I don't call me crazy. I have a Jason mask because I'm a fan. Sorry. Wow. Yeah. Damn, and the wigs were for... Uh, I put the wig on the
0: skeleton. I think it's funny to have a skeleton in <laughs> <and> a wig. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. I can dig it. So what, what's this big announcement be? It's, oh, uh, no.
1: It's not major. Now. Well, he's I off the have a gi- giveaway. Yeah, I'm <laughs> quitting. I'm, I'm retiring. I'm cashing in my 401k, and I'm retiring to Boca. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. When the day comes, when i stop podcasting or we stop podcasting i will never use the r word i just don't feel like it it applies i feel like i'm i haven't earned enough money to say i'm going to retire from podcasting i'm just gonna (laughs) stop doing it on the regular and we decided
2: we decided if you are the first to uh stop that we're going to continue to go and use the name exploding into our (laughs) movie podcast
1: That's fine. I just still want my cut of the patron. In retirement.
2: In a 401k.
1: In a 401k. In a CD. Uh, No, giveaway. Giveaway. And and this is something I want to ask you. You know, there was just some recent movie sales going on, and I picked up uh, a copy of The Stand, Stephen King's The Stand, a copy of Cronenberg Shivers, and a copy of the hell was the other film i picked up there was another one i picked up three brand new films plus i th- decided because i've upgraded i have the old eight pack of friday the 13th blu-ray what? the old the old omen box set or oh, the tin I, set no no just the eight pack the you know the
2: oh oh yeah eight, yeah, eight movie
1: blu-ray the uh oh yeah the, the omen the the cheaper box set because I upgraded to the Scream Factory one, the one that has all of them except for part four, and uh, an extra copy of the Hills Have Eyes Arrow edition. So I have like six movies, maybe even more to give away, and oh. I want to ask you guys' opinions on how we should do it.
2: Uh, send them to ah. Dave and I. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> These are for our patrons. This is fantastic. Uh Yeah. I have so many movies to give away. I basically, I could probably even come up with another five movies. I was thinking three winners. I was just thinking like three movies per winner.
2: Or you have like if you have nine, why don't we just do nine? And then the first draw, we draw a. Are we going to draw a patron name or how are we going to do this? And then they no, get that's first why I'm pick. Asking. Yeah, they can get first pick. So if you yeah, got nine get nine things, why don't we do like up to you? Or if you want three packs. Three packs are good, too, and They get the first, they get the choice of three or whatever it may be.
1: Yeah, or we could, or we could do like five winners, and each one gets two. That's yeah, five winners, each there. one
2: gets two. Let's do that. Five winners, each yeah. one gets two, and then we, with the order we uh, get the winners picked, then uh, they get first choice of the two.
1: Yeah, that's perfect because I have, I still have an extra copy of the witch. I have an extra, I have extra copies of movies just lying around. I think I have an extra copy of um, Inside, maybe on DVD. I was... got some, I got some decent movies, just extra nice. copies laying around. I'm looking to clean house here, but the three I bought three brand new ones specifically for the giveaway were Shivers and uh, The Stand, nice. and I, I, I'm drawing a blank on the third one, but it'll it'll come to me. It was another good one. Well, so since we'll... you're
0: giving things away, can I uh, can I have the composer sheet thing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: That's actually my dad's.
0: Oh, well, we yeah. forget my what dad's the,
1: my dad's the musician in the household. Really? Yeah. What's he play?
0: Hold on, no, no, no. Harmonic Harmonica.
1: Well, no, look what's behind the composer stand. Oh, it's a, is that oh. an organ? Yeah, it's a keyboard covered up.
0: Oh, okay. sweet. Okay. Yeah, he was okay.
1: a, he's a keyboardist. He knows how to play guitar and he was the lead
0: singer yes. in the band. He could play key You should start covering some door songs. See if you can pick up some Remain Zero. He
1: he played at my bar mitzvah. He
0: really? Well. Yeah. What did he play, People Are Strange, or
1: no? I forgot what he played. Oh, oh, no, he he was in a rock band as a kid. That's how he met my mom. He was in a rock band. That is was awesome. Your was your mom a band. No, he was doing uh, Sweet Sixteens, and they used to have them in these big halls where there'd be, like, four Sweet Sixteens going on. He was at 40 once. at the time. And my Yeah, my dad <laughs> was 40. My mom was 15. <laughs> and he was 16. <laughs> Yeah, and he would play in like the big. They would play in like big halls of like four sweet sixteens going on at once. And he saw my mom, and they they got together. <laughs> awesome. he, he he was seventeen. She was fifteen. Wow. Oh. Yeah. Oh, the other the other movie was the Rob Zombie triple feature, Blu-ray. Yeah, I got yeah. that one.
2: It's great. I, my wife got yeah. that for me for Christmas.
1: So I got I got a ton of movies to give away. So I think I think five five winners, and everyone can get like two movies. I'll uh I'll I'll make a huge stack of films. We'll do the drawing. Next Either show? the next show or the show way after. Another announcement, and I know I don't like to spring it on to you guys on the show, but we oh. will be having a special guest on the next show.
0: What? Mm. Another guest? So I soon? I know.
1: I know wow. it's so soon. But it's mm. a very special guest. And you're going to love her. Thomas? Him. Mm. It's <laughs> Thomas and Dan Chase. They will be coming on in <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh man! You can't say that. Interesting. All right, we have some other special guests lined up for uh, April and May. Probably just one on each during each month. Which what we've talked about? Really? We've talked about it before, but I I didn't nail it concretely with you guys yet. But I did with the other people I reached Is out this to. Just the porn star? <laughs> no, Trisha? it's not. It's not? <laughs> are they commu- are they
1: community people or?
0: Yes, they are. Oh. And 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 they do podcasts.
1: Nice. So, yes. Oh shit! Well, my guest next week is also a community person and does podcasts. So I hope we didn't book the same person. I don't Nothing give a matters. shit.
0: I hope you did it. It'll make it easier for me. Then I don't think you would have though. Not these people. I don't think you would have.
1: Oh yeah, I don't like those people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you you converse with them much. Is all I'm saying. So. Is it Wazelle? Is Wazelle coming out of retirement? No, no. You'll see. You'll see.
1: Oh, I'm excited.
0: Well, I hope you stay that way. I'm, yeah, but I'm we, got, we got equally the excited. Guest,
1: the guest next week has never been on our
0: show. Really? That's cool.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, I want to tell you guys who it is, but I kind of wanted to be a surprise.
0: Are you Are you not going to tell us till that morning? Is it going to be? A I co- wasn't
1: going to, but if I, you want me to tell you, I'll tell you. I love surprises. So All right, let's keep it to... a surprise. You're I gonna
0: love I was... it. All right. wow. I hate surprises. Ex- <laughs> it's not Jeremy. Is it? <laughs>
1: No, but it's somebody who hates Christian.
0: Okay, it right. narrows it down to about. Yeah. Know, can you 70? imagine?
1: If, imagine if I got Marco or Levi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: they don't believe in podcasts. In that, in that. Group. Oh, I
1: saw that. I saw. It.
2: I, <laughs> I, 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 I want to know. How people. do you watch new movies? You fucking skunks. <laughs> I will they only don't. buy it. Oh yeah. I'll buy it and then transfer it to VHS and then watch it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone else is doing the opposite. Fucking mole people. Mole <laughs> people. <laughs> F- scum of the earth. <laughs> Holy cow. I got nothing. I love everybody. I got You should get a VH
1: copy of uh Herschel Gordon Lewis's Scum of the Earth and smash <laughs> that as your next hate. <laughs> And dedicated. This no. is for you guys. No, I, I'm only the-
2: taking donations. I'm not gonna buy. I'm not spending a, one more cent of my money on anything to smash. Fuck them. Like if you send them my way, I've got ones to smash. But I mean, they're not nothing. Like there's a couple of commons. This is a DHS get, talk. And once I still,
1: and can't one over, I still can, I'm sorry. I still can't get over that video that guy made over your epic, beautifully edited and and uh, and. <laughs> And made video of smashing the tape. That guy made, you know, talking about shipping and stuff over over
0: you. And they loved and it. Ter-
1: <laughs> and, yeah, and the response, this is the be-. That was fucking atrocious. It's an inside it,
0: joke. They were talking about else yeah. that they know that we know nothing of. That's what I it still, is. I still yeah. thought
1: it was atrocious. And the guy yeah. just was terrible. Well,
2: I, I mean, I actually gave him credit. I said, like, it, I don't get the joke, but I think it's funny what okay. you've done. Uh, I, I, and it was the most creative out of any of the responses by far so i'll give
1: them that but yes i, yeah, I don't was, get the full farting the farting noises I, yeah. I was like they're like oh my god i spit out my coffee with the most epic farting the
0: well f- look who yeah, we're
1: dude, dealing with
0: more people <laughs> that's how people are they get so carried away anytime it's if they're on the side of something even yeah. if it's like moderately funny they'll pretend like it's hysterically funny just because it's something that they're aligning with. Yeah. And I can't stand that type Please. of behavior. I, think I even that, yeah. Yeah. Back in the day with the Buffalo Bills, like there was a commercial once when the Bills were starting to get popular in, in like the late 80s, early 90s. There was a commercial and it was a 1-800-COLLECT commercial or call 18 t Remember those commercials they used to have? Either way. There was a commercial in Bruce Smith, the Buffalo Bill, there was an x-ray being done, and something happened. And the punchline was that he got so mad that he took a phone and he jammed it down someone's throat because they were looking at an (laughs) x-ray. And inside the x-ray of someone that made Bruce Smith mad, there was a a, a telephone, like you know what I mean, a receiver part. Inside the x-ray when they were looking at it, just to, you know, that's the pun. That he, somebody I forgot exactly what it was, but I guess he got mad because they didn't use 1-800-COLLECT or something. So anyway, <laughs> that commercial came on during a Sunday night Bills game when I was at somebody's house. And I was a kid, my brother and, and, and our friends. And all the adults in that room, when that joke was revealed because it was a Buffalo Bill and a national commercial, their reaction to that was like they were watching the fucking funniest thing they've ever seen in their life. They're like, Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Like if it would have been Lawrence Taylor in the same commercial, they would have just not cared. They would have been like, "Oh yeah," <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Just because it was a Buffalo Bill to them, it was the 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 funniest fucking thing. They were just thinking um Keebler. They were just thinking it's fucking you know Keebler. like they're big they're big like an elf. <laughs> it's my it is it is like an elf. It, it's a phrase that my brother and I and a few of our friends use. It's called um Keebler. It's basically when. There used to be a commercial. And in the commercial, this guy is interviewing the Keebler <laughs> out, and goes, um, Keebler, Keebler, could you tell us about this? And he answered the question. So basically, um, Keebler is a moment where somebody is like so proud or something's happening that they, they could picture somebody like holding a mic to them saying, um, Keebler, how do you feel right now? Isn't that from you
1: Psycho? Can- um, Keebler! <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh,
0: <sighs> shit. Anyway, yeah, so, uh, it, 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 it's, it's fine. You're right.
2: None of them found yeah. it funny. There was a couple of unspoken people in there, but it's fine. I'm out. So the the war is on you guys. It's on Brandon, who's been in the group for three years and didn't even know. It, it's on Dave, and it and it, it's on everybody that joined the group to see it.
0: <laughs> What's he? What I am 100.
2: I didn't know what you were saying there. You're like doing all these like little movements to me. I didn't know if I he's, was off. He's mic.
1: davening. He's
0: davening. <laughs> I am saying, I'm doing it for myself. I'm yeah. piecing. I'm saying no. I'm saying, I will not. I no. I am not doing it. There's no war. I'm not fighting with anyone. <laughs> I refuse. I refuse to bring any negative energy into the world. That's my that's my, my my way now. I will not. So and I will not will not participate in anything that that's negative energy. So I I, I no longer care. Uh, I'm I'm not making a video. I'm not smashing a video. I'm over it. I'm done. The video well, I, I made
2: wa- yesterday. I, I wanted was, to, but then Carly, Carly was going to get mad. So now, now she's like, uh, I feel bad because I, uh, I still want to do one more. Not that I wasn't going to post it other than YouTube. That's where it just should have been. It should have just been for smash YouTube a recording. Of it Carly's been for podcast.
1: Us. <laughs> get a copy of his and hers on VHS oh, and fucking man. smash it. <laughs>
0: No, I, I, matter of fact, I'm going to message Carly later, show her a picture of what I was going to sell, and say, if you want them, I'm just going to give it to them as a show of good faith. By the way, I will say this the other day, I went into a thrift shop, finally. I was at work and I was in an area I'm never in. So I went into a thrift shop. I was excited. And I walked in, and they probably had about 200 VHSs. And I looked through all of them and walked out of there with nothing. And the worst part is, I could have bought, check it. 24 VHS for a dollar, one dollar for 24 VHS, and I didn't grab any. That's it. That's an odd sale. Twenty-four
1: yeah. for a dollar.
0: <laughs> that's what it was. See, the woman even pushed it on me because I was looking at what she Did you see how much these are? I said, "Oh, I go how much? How much if not?" She goes, "25 cents." Well, so I can get four for a dollar or 24 for a dollar. <laughs> That is, that is the worst marketing strategy ever. They really want to get rid of them. And that's what the guy was arguing with me about supply and demand. Crap. And he's trying to tell me about the rules of supply. Again, I conceded. I go, they think that everybody wants, if if this guy is over here posting eight copies of Nail Gun Massacre, obviously the demand I don't think is outweighing the supply. There's probably less than 100,000 people that collect VHS this way. I venture to say that every single day you can go on eBay and see a new copy of a VHS being listed that anybody can have at. Yeah. So I don't – they're wrong about that. If was people there anything decent
1: with, at the thrift store?
0: There was like a, a, um, a Boris Karloff movie. There was Tales from the Crypt from 1972. There was like three that I had on my hand and I thought about getting just to sell them. And I said, no. I said, I don't think people – I looked on eBay. They were like six bucks a pop. I said, it's That's, not worth uh... it for me. Not, yeah. I'm not going to. If I would have sold something that sell for $20, $30, yes. I looked
1: up that movie I had Blackout. People are selling it for like 29 30 on eBay. Sell it. Sell
0: it then. Uh, yeah. It's and easier a, said than done right.
2: because I I tried with one of mine that was the same sort of thing and I got no bites on eBay whatsoever. So then that was going to be the next one to smash. Uh, <laughs> Don't. No, no, no. That, Don't it go was going to be. Go,
0: go on one of those groups and put it up and say $15 PayPal. You'll sell it.
1: Yeah, I'm not sure. Forever, the states. Is, I'm not shipping to the states, you know, so
0: that's, that's true. A, that's an issue. That I. It's a pain yeah, I'll meet eyes. you at
1: the. I'll meet you at the wall. Just throw it over.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is what but, people don't realize about about eBay. When they see something and they say it sells for this much on eBay, because I go in there now and I I, I type a nail gun massacre and this is eighty dollars, just because somebody's selling it for that doesn't mean anything. The key yeah. to eBay is to go there and, and go to the options and go to completed listings. Yeah. When you look at completed listings, that's truly what the value is. Anybody can put anything up there for any amount of money they want. Yeah, Just because someone's selling it for $80 doesn't mean that it's $80 on eBay. It means that somebody could put it up there. You got to look at completed listings if you want to get anything accurate. True,
3: true, true. So,
0: but anyway, uh, do we have time for Fango, or should we go right into uh, no, the movie?
2: No, uh, get 10 minutes for Fango Tops, and then we should get into the movie. Right All right, so check it out. Ooh.
0: Fangoria episode. episode, issue, episode
2: number, here he
0: issue number two. Yeah, I thought it was issue two. Number two. two. Yeah. I am going to go in order from now on, each show, from beginning to end. I Uh-oh. have about 30 of them now. I have about 30 of them now, so I'm not going to collect anymore until... Maybe April I'll buy one or something, but I, I want a little bit of hog wild in the beginning, but this is fun. So, Fangoria issue number two was put out October 1979, and I'm going to go into it a little bit. I'm going to go into the opening paragraph written, written by Bob Martin. It's a little little thing here, but it's interesting to look back at this, and this is what he says on page one. Before the release of Fangoria Number 1, a chain of events far beyond our control and so horrible as to be unfit for public description caused an extended delay in publication, as well as our change of name from Fantastica to Fangoria. During the months of delay, O'Quinn Studios received a mountain of mail inquiring about the postponed arrival of subscription and newsstand copies. Because of the sheer volume, these letters had to remain unanswered, except in the pages of Starlog. We hereby offer our sincere apologies to all concerned in our assurance that Fangoria will continue making its regularly scheduled bi monthly appearance in the future. So, how about that? Fantastica was the original title.
2: And what <laughs> they had to change it because of uh, Cinema Fantastique or I don't know there was another one that was a, a similar name, but that's weird because I don't know why they would have had to change that.
0: I don't know. I don't know the reason. So then he goes on to say this filmmaker George Romero recently gave a talk before the National Association of Theater Owners in which he criticized the Motion Picture Association of America's system of rating theatrical films. Romero's basic objection is that, under the current rating system, films like his own Dawn of the Dead, which was not submitted for a rating because of Romero's certainty it would receive an X, are being unfairly classified with films given the same ratings for reasons of sexual content. Theater owners and filmgoers can see an X-rating as a sign that a film contains obscene language and portrays sexual activity. In fact, films like Romero's Dawn are often totally without sexual content, but are subject to the same problems of distribution as outright pornography. Romero has proposed that a new category be established for films that are objectionable for children, but without sexual content. Dawn's distributor, United Artists, recently echoed Romero's suggestion when they appealed the X rating recently given to the Italian film Arabian Nights. (laughs) The appeal failed, but the campaign for rating reform can be expected to continue. This is where it gets more interesting. If reform to come, there is a further drawback to the current rating system that none of its critics have mentioned. That is the wide gap between the PG rating, which allows admittance of every age group, and the R rating – which discriminates equally between the five-year-old child and the teenage film fan. Under the present system, a younger teenager must persuade his parents to accompany him to a film that they would rather not see themselves. If the rating board decides that the sight of stage blood is too frightening for a five-year-old, the 15-year-old is effectively barred from the theater. Teens are old enough to distinguish fantasy from reality. Movies like Phantasm and Alien are essentially old-fashioned monster fare, the sort that past generations have been able to enjoy on Saturday afternoons without interruption from any regulatory agency. If the current severe restrictions on the Saturday matinee trade has been established in the fifties, many films now thought of as classics, particularly Hammer Film's Dracula series, might never have been made. It's unlikely that a rating system will be devised to correct this situation. Teenagers are seldom concerned with a deprived are seldom concerned a deprived minority but it would be refreshing to see the rating board acknowledge the rights of adolescents with a system that takes into account their relative maturity.
2: Flash forward four or five years and uh, Steven Spielberg had the power enough to then get PG-13, which didn't really help the situation much. It may have saved a few movies from getting an R rating that deserved that, but it didn't really uh, solve that, and then when NC seventeen came about, it just looked like a repackaged X. So it wasn't; it didn't really help either. See, here there in Canada, a... we just had R, which meant you couldn't see it under eighteen. Under eighteen, you, you, it was restricted to us. Uh, restricted to uh, over over eighteen. So that's it. So uh, we we didn't have the option unless we snuck into the theater. I've mentioned it on here before. That was that was it. Um, or you had to be eighteen. Don't you have PG fourteen? We had AA, which was adult accompaniment, which was 14 or older. 14, if you're under 14, you had to be accompanied by an adult, which I guess would have been like PG-13 for you guys. But it did help We have have AA
1: here, but it's something else.
2: (laughs) (laughs) This has all changed since because it's now 14A and this, that, and the other thing. But at the time, it was AA and like I said, like uh, Nightmare 4, Halloween 4, Child's Play, you know, a lot of those ones got the AA rating instead of R. That it's helped. It's does, that mean, does
1: that mean alcoholics get in for free?
2: Yeah. I love this movie.
1: Child's <laughs> play four, please. Two.
0: <laughs> it's sad though because what, what Romero was saying was right. These are movies that should not get an X because of gore. You know, what I mean that, that that's ridiculous to associate that. That's people think X rated they think pornography. It's as simple as that. That's that's what it's always been. It's an X rated movie. Their solution was PG-13, which you're right. It was because of Spielberg. It was because of scenes that were shown in um, Raiders of the Lost Ark, uh, the the second one. Temple uh, Temple of Doom. Temple of Doom. And Gremlins. Yeah. Uh, Because of those movies... That, that that pushed forward, OK, these are too scary for young children, so let's not let them in or something like that. And, and they did it. So, they I mean, they had decent intentions to, to separate a five-year-old from a 15-year-old. I get that. But meanwhile, it didn't make a difference. Like, like it's true. Phantasm and Alien, they're not really bad movies. I mean, th- th- even if they were uncut and they had gore... There's no sex. There's nothing going I mean, okay, there's a, there, there is a titty scene, but no different than you'd see in a slasher movie. You know what I mean? But it's just like, I don't know. It's unfortunate because back then we they had no home theater. At least when the 80s came, you could get the rated stuff. But again, that's not making the filmmakers any money. The filmmakers made their money at the theater. That's that's their bread and butter. So, again, I found that interesting to see in this issue number two. I know that it's going to grow into something else, and I I... Yeah. I I can't wait to get episode, episode, issue. Here we go. I'm getting better. <laughs> at least I'm correcting you. Right you're after. mixing
2: it up. You're going to episode for the magazines and you're called the show's issues at one point. It, it's hilarious.
0: See? It's hilarious. <sighs> But I can't wait to get my hands on issues 8 to 13. Well, I have 13, but like 8 to 15. That's that whole crescendo of everything that's going on with Cisco and Ebert in the beginning with, with the letters and what it led to. And we'll get there eventually when I get those magazines. But it's,
3: <laughs> there it it's is. pretty
0: cool to see this develop. And there he goes. Okay, so here's some <laughs> really interesting um, mails here. Okay, the Postal Zone. This is This is crazy. No fish story. I have heard that Jaws 3 is to be a cosmic spoof of the first two films. While I have also heard that it is going to be a gory prequel to Jaws, which is it to be? Mike from Chesterfield. And this is the answer. Chesterfield, the Mike. Third... Mike. Mike from the
1: couch. <laughs> Get off the couch, Mike.
0: Amazing. <laughs> oh, and this is their answer. Check this. The third film will carry the full title, National Lampoon's Jaws 3 People Nothing. Yeah, I remember that one. The producer of Animal House is co-producing with Zanuck and Brown. The producers of the first two Jaws films. But wait, it never happened. Jaws 3, People Nothing.
2: That's a funny (laughs) title, though. It was supposed to be a a comic take, but then they they went with something even stupider. Like, don't get me wrong. I like Jaws 3 for the 3D. And the idea... Dia is interesting. It's just such a shoddy movie. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's awesome. Jaws 3, People Zero. Real. That,
0: that was something that was put out. And they, they taught, I, I looked up an article on it. And it's true. The idea was hatched. Why not do something different? A spoof. And Jaws 3, People Zero was born. And after the success of Airplane and Animal House, the, the people that came in, and John Hughes was actually involved uh, to write the script along with some other people. They wanted to rip off Jaws, and, and Joe Dante, fresh off fucking Piranha, was going to direct it. So it they really came close. It was a bizarre uh, script, everything else. They're trying to make this Jaws sequel, and ultimately it didn't happen, though. But Jaws 3, People Zero never happened, of course. Zanuck and Brown decided it was a bad idea, maybe because it spoofed Hollywood too much or because it was too bold. It didn't happen, but it, they were this close. All these hires were made, and they were really going to make that. I think it would have been better off if they did compared to what we saw with Jaws 3 and Jaws 4, right?
2: Yeah, which were comical in the unintentional way.
0: Right. You know what I think happened because of Jaws 3? Amityville 3D came out and Friday 3D came out. And, you know, some producer with a cigar, you know what? Let's make a Jaws 3D that's selling to the kids. You know, I bet that's what happened. It was the 3D uh-huh. gimmick.
1: It was the same guy who who gave the cigar to the Jaws in the (laughs) poster. (laughs) What do you think, Jaws? Oh,
0: shit. Okay, two more quickies. Uh, Alien, missing something. Here, you'll find this interesting, see. Uh, I would like to know if Alien is being shown intact in the United States. Apparently, the version in Canada is without the scene where crewman Ripley stumbles across her alien's nest and finds the living remains of her crewmates. Tony from Toronto, Canada. Okay. Do you know him? Uh, yep. Do you know Tony? Tony and I are tight. Yeah. Tony, Tony from Toronto. Tony, you know Tony Grady? <laughs> no? No Grady? Okay. No. All right. <laughs> okay. Let me, let me look we him up. Assume, this, is the, this is the answer. Yeah, do is it. he a twin? <laughs> nice. Good one. This is, this is their answer. We assume that you discovered the missing scene the same way we did, Tony. In Alan Dean Foster's novelization of the film, we check with Mr. Foster, interrupting him as he completed his novelization of Disney's The Black Hole. He says the scene was in the shooting script. When he inquired about the scene's absence, executive producer Ronald Chussett informed him that the scene, though filmed, was deleted because it interfered with the pace of aliens' other closing scenes. So question, has this scene ever resurfaced with all the alien versions we have now? After like three available, has, can anyone recall seeing her finding the alien's aliens nest and finding the living remains of her crewmates?
2: I thought that is in the movie, but I could maybe be confusing it with aliens. Part two?
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, seem- it sounds like a... Yeah. yeah I don't know. Uh, Somebody weigh in if they know anything. I, just-
1: I could be confusing it with aliens, three, humans, zero. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what was his name again? Tony Grady? Tony- Yep, There's a Tony, Tony Grady that to now lives in Peterborough, Ooh. which is... Uh, is that like, far from? Uh, it's it's about like uh, an hour and a half, two hours from Toronto. Oh,
0: I bet that's him. Wow. Let's get
1: him on the show. Yep.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't me. Shut up. Okay, do you mind uh, getting <laughs> off the show, Tony? <laughs> we get him on. He says it wasn't him, and he's off the show.
1: Let's get the guy who's on his couch. On the show. Is <laughs> <It's> Chesterfield? <laughs> yeah, the guy on his Chesterfield.
0: The other caller. We'll get him. The other writer, I mean.
1: <laughs> yeah, the other caller.
2: <laughs> it looks like he's too and young. Can, Maybe I'm wrong.
0: Who knows? 1979. Hard to say.
1: Who so, knows? E- it, even if he's like 13 and then, so he'd be like 50, 54, 55 now.
0: Yep. We can get him on and then we can tell him, shut up, Grady. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that scene in Nightmare 2? <laughs> Okay, one more. rot spot. This is funny and I found it and I'm gonna I'm gonna play it. A couple of years ago, a product called Armorall Protectant was advertised in a commercial that featured a rot monster. I heard rumors that it was taken off the air because it was too hideous and that Jim Danforth had worked on it. I really loved this creature, Rob Martin San Diego. We were kind, this is their answer. We were kind of fond of the corrupted critter ourselves. We checked with the chickering howl the LA ad firm that developed the campaign and learned that the commercial was forced off the air by a small but vocal group of viewers. Later, an edited version was widely shown and the campaign is regarded as, as a successful one by both the film and their client. And yes, Jim Danforth was the creator of the Rot Monster. <laughs> they took a commercial off the air because it was too too scary, apparently.
2: That's hilarious. And I
0: found it. I found it. Check it out. <laughs> Armor.
2: Is it scary?
1: surface in the underworld of vinyl, plastic, rubber,
2: leather, wood, a battle rages against rot. Oh, that is scary. is
0: <laughs> protect It penetrates surfaces. Shields against rot. Win the battle against rot with armor all
2: protect I can see kids. Kids thinking that's in the rug? <laughs> they be fucking uh-huh. terrified.
0: <laughs> Makes your world less rotten. Isn't that funny? That's the jingle. Armor all, armor all, makes your world less rotten.
2: (laughs) We need that now. You should spray the whole states with it. We
0: don't have the time. (laughs) Some stuff about Phantasm I found interesting and some other things. But that'll that'll be next show. But lots to be found in these fangos. I mean, I'm reading them freaking cover to cover. There's 66 pages in this one. I've only read like 30 of them. Even though there's a couple fantasy things in there. I skipped both parts, but, you know, great stuff. Okay, the long-awaited discussion. Uh, Spoilers first.
1: What do you mean? Didn't we do this already? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, the first half of the show. You're right, beginning.
2: <laughs> yeah, i would
0: have
1: choked the two of you. <laughs> Here we go. Our feature review, The Vigil, written and directed by Keith Thomas. A man providing overnight watch to a deceased member of his former Orthodox Jewish community finds himself opposite a malevolent entity. And this is uh, Keith Thomas's electrifying feature debut.
2: Which is sad that it got shelved for two years. This is not a movie that feels like it needed to be shelved for two years. Because it says 2019 on everything that I've seen. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was made so, in 2019.
2: It's unfortunate because this is a very well made film. And the fact that it's, I found out now that it's his debut film, that makes me, you know, like it's kind of like when we're talking about St. Maud. Does it make me like it more? Maybe that's the wrong thing to say, but I appreciate it more because of that. And what you wrote, Brandon, in a text last night, that he supposedly left. I, I, w- I,
1: I oh, was wrong right? about that. I oh, thought you're wrong. He okay. had left his Hasidic community. I think somebody associated with the film, I know one of the producers is a rabbi, he studied in a rabbinical school, this director. I could have, when I read somewhere, that somebody was in the Hasidic community and left, and, and, you know, that's why this film was so personal, because you do become sort of shunned and outcast if you do leave the community, hence the opening scene of this film where you're basically seeing almost like a group therapy session where they're all talking and discussing about the hardships of adjusting to life outside of, of the community.
2: Now, was it outside of the community it's... or was it about loss? Because it's like, to me, there's two things going on here. It's personal because of that being being ostracized or being, being outside of the community. But was that a support group just on that or was it a support group on loss? Because he was also dealing with that matter as well. The the main character in this case, not the director.
1: Yeah, the main character, character, Yakov. I felt like it was sort of like checking in, just seeing how like people are, how they're coping, sort of outside the community in their new sort sort of situation. Because they're talking about how tough it is to adjust. You know, the the, the female she's talking about uh, being hit on and stuff like that, and you know, and, and what it's like just sort of existing in in the real world unfortunately and
0: uh and they're all jewish people so i yeah. think that that's what it is and that's i don't think this is spoiler but i one thing i i wish they would have said why because they're having this discussion and they're they're all struggling a little bit for different reasons and then one of them says we left and we're moving forward now yeah. right and they're all speaking the same language which i'm guessing is hebrew no or is it yiddish yiddish I don't know
1: it's yiddish they're speaking i think okay
0: i don't even know what the difference is i just just know i've heard both terms thrown around before okay Okay, so they're speaking yiddish now so but they never at any time in this movie say like the reason like i could see why he might have an issue what we learn with him later and or something and maybe he, he can blame some people around him which doesn't really make a lot of sense but people when they suffer a loss sometimes will do something like that but it almost looks like it's like people that left a cult that's what it reminds me of but they never really portray it that way you have like six or seven people saying well we we left and we're moving forward but they never said why all these people around the same age decided to leave and i wish there would have been a little more time spent on that so we yeah some yeah you know? they, didn't,
1: they didn't really talk enough to the other people but uh i mean we we learn with yakov it's probably more right. about losing one's faith or, or, you know, wanting to get away from that lifestyle. But, uh, it
2: takes place in one location for the most part. We have that opening scene, uh, the transition scene. And then we're in that house for the duration of the film. Uh, and the guy, the director makes it work. Like he makes it work. There's some Uh, great lighting. The soundtrack, the sound design is impeccable and it's great. It gets, it gets under your skin and it's not a, a Rob soundtrack, which is also great. I'm just saying it's different. It's like, it's like, sounds and music cues that like are really like and they really just scare you They're, it, it's really unsettling um really well done and, and, and it, it sort of the, at the beginning
1: it's that it's that gasping sound like a- yes <gasps> yeah Like, and then, and then, you know, Mm -hmm. it picks up at different times. And at the end, you know, when it sort of gets into its third act, like uh, where he's getting ready, you know, to do battle, it it sort of picks up into almost like a synth sound and it becomes really, really cool. But uh, yeah, and I thought the lead actor was terrific.
2: Well, he has to carry the film. He's in every shot, Mm -hmm. he's in every scene of the movie. Uh, And yeah, yeah, and he was great for, uh, they did a great job, but they do a great job of, of not putting it a hundred percent in, in Yiddish. Uh, it was Yiddish, right. And then, uh, they would cut, they would sort of jump between subtitles and then in English spoken. And then there's not a lot of dialogue for the bulk of the film because it's really him, uh, in in the house. And, and so, but it's very well done. It's, it, I never felt like anything needed to be trimmed out of it, like which seems to be my my go to comment in the last few episodes of, of certain movies. I felt it was ninety minutes, well paced, well designed. I'm not saying I don't have any questions, but I think the questions will have to be put into the spoiler realm of the discussion yeah. because of what we have, what, what we're going to be talking about, and, and the end goal of everything and and what we're getting to. But ultimately, I I mean, you brought it up in the, in the premise, but ult- he he is convinced based on the fact that he has no money. That he 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 tries to barter. He's offered two hundred, which he tries to barter uh, up to five hundred to watch <laughs> over a, bo- a body, which I'm assuming is a Jewish tradition that the body cannot be unwatched before it's removed yeah. from the house.
1: Okay, in the in the Orthodox community, it's a, a shomer. And uh, man,
0: I cannot believe after watching this movie, even in the beginning when I uh, when I find out. Actually, now that that Brandon's confirmed it. That was my question. Is this something that's really done? Obviously it is. Yeah. So they had these swimmers. I cannot believe that it took 2,000, okay, that it took all this time to make a movie, a horror movie no. specifically. Yeah. This, this is a premise that screams, how has there never been a movie? It's a situation where somebody is standing or sitting next to a dead body overnight and it's never been addressed in a horror movie. You before. are I'm literally shocked.
1: You are literally saying word for word what the director of this has said in interviews. Yeah. How really? How <laughs> has this not been done a hundred times before? It almost and right sure. itself. Yeah.
0: Man, <laughs> yeah, that up right there. Yeah. A it's very true. Dead body all night. <laughs> what the hell? Wow. Yeah.
1: And, and I think it's such a great setup for a, a demon type film because of the fact that you know we have him sitting vigil for a Holocaust survivor. We get a flashback scene at the beginning, and then we get, of course, flashbacks of what he's dealing with, with his with his brother and his loss. Yeah, yeah exactly. And his and, loss and, and in it's, action. It's, yeah,
2: no, it's yeah. and and we get some scares that I will say are reminiscent of other movies that have done them in a different way, but because this movie at least shifts them, uh, shifts the the direction, I guess of them. Uh, differently that they're 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 presented to you freshly which i also appreciate it and i'm i've been again cryptic i'm dancing around it but ultimately one has them thinking that someone is is going in one direction only to be revealed to be elsewhere and and, and i think it happens twice in the film where there's something and i think it's back to back almost and they're both effective scares they're both effective yeah scares. there's some there's yeah. some
1: pretty effective scares i I had very little issue, if any, with any of the effects in this. Because I think they give you such great background. Anything that people find confusing, I think people will... I think you guys will have some questions about um, certain things when he's gearing up at the end, about what certain things were.
0: Oh, I the ha- little straps? Yeah. So, yeah.
1: yeah. I happen to know what it is because I've done it before. Good. Oh, wow. Awesome. Yeah, I've okay. done it. I did it right after my mom died, like the... the Hasidic you know, the Orthodox Jews would come around the house, you know, console us and they ask if we want to do tefillin. It's called tefillin, oh. and those those are prayer boxes. One's wrapped around the arm opposite your heart, so it's your right arm, and one is wrapped around your head, and they have uh, they have Jewish prayers in there.
0: Wow, yeah. I was hoping yeah. you knew. Okay, yeah. it's
1: called tefillin, and it's and, and again they don't explain. The cool thing about this,
2: uh, and again, it's cool because now, Brandon, we have you to help us. To, to, yeah. to fill in the blanks for us, but they don't fill in the blanks, which is actually fantastic, but you could be lost then if you're, if you, if you don't, if like, it, it allows you then to have to look this up or to hope that you host yeah. a podcast with someone that is Jewish, that they can answer <laughs> the questions for you. So we've got that luxury because it is great. Cause I just assumed I was going to learn or be uh, answered these questions today. Uh, talking with you, so I'm glad.
1: It's it's weird because I thought fact, the demon was I thought the demon was going to be a, a, a dibuk you know, like like in possession, oh, right. but but they went with this this masic, which I had never heard of. This massic demon with that with the head turning around, and I tried to look it up, and I, I'm sure there's stuff on there, but from what I read, there's not a lot about it. But it's you know it's apparently talked about in the in the Orthodox community, you know, like sort of like a warning to look out for that type of demon wow. and stuff. Very creepy of
0: At least it's not a thing. Yeah, very creepy is right. At least yeah. it's not a golem. The golem thing's been done too many times now.
1: Yeah. No, this and was... I, you know what? I love the original Golem. I liked I even liked the remake and I've seen it done in, in T V shows. Right also. And you're right, time. it's been it's been done. This, no, this is was, something this completely the, new.
2: Very fresh. Uh like I, I I comment from a from a technical standpoint beautifully done sound design editing mm-hmm. the cinematography within the house I mean they just got some great lighting great shots the house itself is is kind of creepy the acting is, is spot on uh like you from a technical standpoint you really have nothing to complain about I've read a few uh initial reviews saying that this was slow yeah it it's mm-hmm. on the slower side but it's it, it's not it better be it, slow if it's it built, and that's what you want, yeah. a slow, quote-unquote, slow burn, but I didn't find it slow, like, you know, the Black Hood's Daughter style, where it's very, like, like leisurely paced, in a sense, to, to get there. I thought this one still had things going on, so I never once was was bored or saying, no, oh, this is taking too yeah. long to go, where it's, or to get going. Not once, so I... I take onus with that. It's a Blumhouse film. I'm surprised, like I said when we opened this, that they shelved it for two years. Uh, I made a joke because one of the it's not Lipshits, but it's Luf-shits, uh was a producer. <laughs> so Dr. Lufshits w- was a producer on this, and I thought that was hilarious. Uh, and then of course you got Jason Blum and Ryan Turk and the usual suspects uh, at Blumhouse. But the uh, they they should be very proud of this one. It's actually it's more effective than some of their bigger releases. Well for me I it was anyway.
1: Yeah. I, I agree. This sure. one's uh this one's a standout for me. Yep.
3: And
2: sure.
1: like you, and like you said, pretty much carried on on a sole performance by him. Uh the actress who played Mrs. Litback, who passed away last year. Oh, she really? was ter- she was terrific as well. Yeah, I, I I looked her up because I'd seen her in so many things and she died last year, but uh
0: now, How old hmm. was she? Was she old enough to have been a survivor of the Holocaust like as as I'm th- as I'm watching this movie, I'm thinking about that. Although they said he was in his 90s, didn't they, the gentleman? Yeah. Yeah, not her. Okay, that's right. obviously enough time. Yeah. Okay.
1: Okay. Yeah, if he's in his 90s, yeah, yeah, if he's, well, it, yeah, they said something like, uh, and they don't really specifically tell you what time frame this is set in. So you could easily just take 10 years off of this if you wanted to.
0: Well, he, the smartphones kind of. Oh, that's face-timed. true.
1: Yeah, they're FaceTiming. Sure. Yeah. True, sure, but if he's decide, they say something about they talk about 1919. He saw his grandparents right. killed. So if he's a little kid in 1919, if he's like five, six years old, he <laughs> he's would over be. 100. Yeah, he'd be hundred. Yeah. It's possible. I think they said to they
0: Something live. about him being 98, though. I could be wrong. I think that's what they said. He passed away at the age of 98. Okay. They would have
2: yeah, done the math. They're gonna do the math. No one because they sure. know there's gonna be assholes okay. that are gonna be fact checking all these the, the age of the like they know that that's gonna happen. It's so, a character yeah. development one oh one. If you don't cover that aspect with when you're putting a historical element into the movie, you're off to a bad yeah. start. I, I I didn't even question it, but right. you're right to question it or bring it up. I just I would assume that was like maybe I'm I'm just well, thinking the easy way. I just actually they, maybe they have to be take- <laughs> at least
0: seventy five to have been there for the Holocaust at this point, born 75 years ago. So you had better be, unless you're a child there, but I mean. Well, he
1: looked, he looked like he was about 20 in the flashback. Right. So, so figure, you know, in the 40s, figure he's born in 1920. He'd be close to 100, 98 years old. Right. So that makes right. sense.
0: But what it makes sense with her? Was she the same age, they say?
1: I, I, I don't – in real life, she was 86 okay. when she died, but she does – they make her look older in this. She's obviously she, – you know, they talk about her dealing with dementia, but also do they say she was in the Holocaust or that her husband was a Holocaust survivor? I, I could was the be husband. wrong. I it was the husband. I think it's husband. just the husband. Yeah, and they don't all meet co- at
2: Sweet Sixteens, Dave.
1: <laughs> you know what's crazy <laughs> is she, He was she, not a
0: player. I don't
1: think Europe. she was there because they kind of talk about – she talks about the husband – She talks about what his life could have been and stuff like that. I I like the line to um, to Yakov about uh, the memories when he starts first having these strange uh, memories and strange things happening. And she says to him, "They're not your memories." Right. And then when she talks about her children and how her her children thought that they left on their own, but she really pushed them away. Obviously.
0: yeah, she Literally drove them. and figuratively, I think, yeah. she drove them away.
1: She, yeah. And Obviously, she would because of uh, what the husband was dealing with. And it's sort of like, it's really
0: well done. It so, Definitely. Now, I don't think this is a spoiler, but my question is this. And if, if it is a spoiler, well, you know, we'll wait till after. But uh, why do you think when they brought him in, she said, no, he's not the Shoymer. He has to leave. Why would he not be good enough to, to do that job? She said, I thought you were getting a and She goes, I am. This is him. She goes, no, he's got to go. You would think later on when things are uh, uncovered that there would be some type of reveal as to like she knew something. Like maybe it would be bad for him to be there. But she, to, to him, to her, he was just a stranger. So once again, I think there's something that there are. and I'm, Believe me, I'm not critiquing the film as a whole. Yeah. I'm just taking a couple things and I'm saying I maybe think it would have been better to have.
2: Maybe I know what you're saying. Like I remember her questioning everything. But it's
0: not going to work unless he has baggage. You know what I mean? It no, I think, that,
1: I think that's the thing. I think she doesn't want him because she senses his pain, and she doesn't want him to be a victim of of the massacre. I guess that
0: that's that's positive. how I
1: see. She she sees his lack of faith, maybe, and sees his pain and agony. And is but she like, says hey, it
0: right away. As soon as the guy walks in her door, how would she know? Yeah, you know what I mean? They, they come you know, right in. I'm. I'm not critiquing it. I'm. It's just yeah. a question that I thought. I think. I think it, w- it would have been better served to be addressed a little bit. That's all I'm saying.
3: Yeah.
0: If this is my type of movie, it, 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 you guys know that it, it's. It, it's evil being present and it's intimate, and, and, and these are the type of movies I like. So I did enjoy the movie. These are just a couple questions that popped as I'm watching.
2: I don't even know if we have to necessarily go into spoilers. There's a few things I just wanted to 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 run by, but I'm I'm okay not talking about them either and just rewatching the movie uh, again at, at some point. the The reality would be that everything that we've discussed here, I think the the listeners would understand that it's a recommend from all three of us. I, I don't oh think... yeah, so, yeah. There, there's a question there. Um, though, I did have a question when you were talking, Dave, and I forgot you were talking about the innocence
0: of, or why didn't she pick him? Why did she send him away? She didn't want him there. As soon as he came, she goes, yeah. I thought you were it's getting like a Schwimmer. She goes, jungle. I do. Yeah. I, this is him. She goes, he's got to go. Okay. And maybe it'll come back. I, yeah, I, I honestly, like,
1: for, for me, I I would just take it as she sees his, she she senses his pain and senses his lack of faith and, and feels like he's going to fall victim to to what's about to happen. Because don't forget, like she she knows, she knows about the demon, Mister Litvak's coming and carrying, and she knows that it's going to. Well, I'm not. I won't spoil it. But you know what yeah. happens with the demon after death and uh, how to defeat it, and maybe she doesn't think he's up to the task. And you, so I I almost look at it like she's being kind, almost trying to spare him from this.
2: And I like that they didn't go. Unless I misinterpreted it, they didn't go the traditional route with his arc at the end. Right, uh, Me too. he kind of stayed. And let's say again, and Brandon, but, but he he stayed true blue to his his beliefs. I thought when he was leaving. But I
0: think, but I think the reason for that is because he wanted to meet somebody else so badly. I think that trumped it. Because you know how it is. He was going through his thing. He was trying to figure out how to talk to certain people. He was googling it on the phone, and he had this budding conversation going on with somebody else I think ultimately he took what happened as a as an experience he's like okay you know what I'm just gonna go for it and even he says earlier a line about coffee and then he switches it up at the end when he sends that text so I'm like okay so I just think that trumped it he's like this is right now what's more important to me at this particular moment after going through this here I am I want to know what's going on with this situation over here that's what I took it as, which is good. It's healthy.
2: Uh, then why don't we go? Why don't we go to spoilers? I don't know if there's anything else we can I dance we around could. or say. Just because then I can I don't have to be, be as cryptic. I'll just ask directly. But yeah, I, I it's uh, uh I'd probably say on first time watch it, it's a full head explosion. I just meet it in full head explosion for me. I'm
0: right about there. I'm I'm either a three quarters or a full, but I'm right in that area.
2: Yep. Yep. Same. Uh, full head. Awesome. Cool. So we recommend it, everybody.
0: Oh yeah, check it out. So we'll see you guys. The people that aren't hanging out, we'll see you guys next show, 137. We love you all very much. Thank you for everything. And uh, but yeah, go watch the movie and then and then come back for the spoilers. But yeah. it's, it's available. It's only six bucks to rent. So get on it. It's definitely worth the watch.
2: Love you long you time. One two two. It's fucked that up. He did it at the same
3: time. and It just both. Yeah, I
2: died <laughs> I guess where I was going with that last question, uh, and again, not to start at the end, I took it as he was like, are you ready to come back uh, for your faith? And he's like, no, nice try, b- but I'm not. Now, am I wrong? that I misinterpret that? Because I will tell you this, that day yesterday that I had, no joking, I was exhausted. And I put this movie on and I was like, my eyes were getting heavy. I go, you got to be fucking kidding me. I said, I'm watching this. So I took a 20 minute nap, went back and watched the whole movie. And by the end, I'm like, I got to go to bed. And I went right to bed after the movie. So I want to make sure I interpreted the ending. Like I thought he wasn't embracing his, his, his faith or his religion
1: wholeheartedly again. That he was like, no, I'm not ready yet. I I sort of agree with that. I feel like he doesn't need the community. He doesn't need to go to morning prayers that morning. Um, he's certainly for me, not going back to the community, but I think his faith has been restored okay. by facing the masoch and defeating it. And he's sort of comfortable with where he is in his life. And he, he let his brother go because he gets that phone call. Why, why won't you let me die? So he sort of made peace with it. He's made peace with his faith but he's going to continue to live the life that he's living now outside of this community.
2: Okay, and that, and that's what I thought. Like, I mean, the, yeah. the, the main point was that he was able to let go of the loss and be yeah. feeling totally responsible or at least embracing it and being able to let it go yeah. uh, 100% instead of punishing himself over and over again. Okay, that was that was kind of what I was going there to it's, it's not huge, but I just thought it was not traditional because in another movie, you may it, you come into morning prayers, it's like, I, go, I gotta see about something but i'll see you there later or something I like gotta, that
1: i gotta go see about a girl a girl no, yeah
2: good, rip it right good off of goodwill hunted, good
0: hunted. <laughs> huh. i think he felt that he did his time because he did such a good deed yes. religious religion wise and it was uh, all wrapped up in <laughs> in his faith Recognize. so he did his good deed he did more than a good deed he helped him this 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 other person he helped himself his brother and everything else so he's like okay you know what Life is short. Let me go. Let me go after this girl. And, and that's, that's, such,
1: an, that's such an emotional scene too, because he—he uh, he obviously you see the flashback with what happened with the brother. They were, you know, s- subjected to some anti-Semitism, and uh, you know they cut the brother's uh, payout, and uh, right. and he froze. He talks about how he froze, and you know he didn't do anything. And then the brother, you know, ran, you know, got hit by a car, and. Uh, so but he faces this masoch, he defeats it rather easily, which I like because they talk about that like all you have to do is burn its face the first night uh, it appears to you or it'll never leave you. And he was strong enough at that point, at the very end, right when he's, you know, wrapping the tefillin on him and, and goes in with it with the candle and, and, and defeats it instantly. But then the scene where he goes downstairs and he's sitting with Mr. Litvack's body. And his body's still being tormented, and he's saying like, "Let it, let him go."
0: Oh, that part. With oh the man, bones that's a Stuff and then, with the bones cracking. The, yeah, yeah, the bones,
1: and then the flashback. That... to, I mean, they oh, don't even the give toe you the the ground. Even that. Oh, the nail. Oh, the nail. I was like, oh. Yep.
0: oh. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Me too. Me too, yeah. man. And, and well the flashback. Done. It's not. It's not really explained who he shoots. but right. I mean, That, that okay. was a big okay. thing. But that's fine. That's a. That was a very big. Maybe that was. Maybe it was yeah maybe it was just it was just someone else but that's something that you know the ss and and the nazis did they would make jews kill other jews kill, yeah in the Holocaust, and he had to live Holocaust. with that and he had so to li- and you, you see the massive wrap its arms and grab a hold of him because he couldn't destroy uh-huh. it at so that is point it, is it supposed to be a manifestation
2: of personal demons
1: is I that what so. we're supposed to yeah I, that's I, yeah.
2: what i got from it too and like from, from the flashback that you guys were just discussing, discussing with the, the the shot. And, of course, dealing with it. You notice when they do the flashback and he's sitting in front of the car crying as he's holding his brother. Very emotional Shit. sequence. That the driver is out, but it's like a blurred kind of yeah. mess. Almost bar. as if, yeah. yeah, like he's watching or she's watching, but we have no idea if it's a he or she. It's not important, but it looks monstrous almost. Just like this yeah. image in the background. It's so, like, just... It's not even the focal point of it but I noticed it I I thought it was yeah, so cool yeah. that they they just had it a blur uh to to kind of um I guess you know pinpoint or or, or add another element of like like that demon uh, aura or essence that he's holding on to I, I love but that everyone
1: great. finds their peace in the end I, li- I like I yes. like the fact that Mrs. Litvak doesn't turn out to be some creepy old lady character yes. that she turns out to just be like a loving wife who just had a rough life you know she she loved her husband but he was just tormented by demons his whole life and so she she drove her children away to protect them
2: and that was uh the two scares i was talking about were like where he thinks she's gone upstairs
1: oh and she's like, yeah and
2: she's calling out calling out and she's right there beside him or something. yeah and then there was another one i think as, uh, as well. like
1: where someone says turn around
2: yeah 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 or something yeah and then the head or then the, even when the demon head turns Ooh, around yeah. like the imagery it's scary man there's there yeah. there's some great great visual scares in this movie and and well lit and the single location isolation as dave you were talking about uh oh, everything was just uh done uh and elevated uh, well above what I was expecting when i when I saw it was two thousand nineteen I didn't read into this I honestly was like yeah. oh shit ah oh, shit two thousand nineteen this must not be that great <laughs> because because they didn't have faith enough to release it, and it's unfortunate because this definitely deserves to be seen. Yeah,
0: uh, but and, yeah, l- look sorry? at Devil's Candy, look at Devil's Candy, and look yeah, at the true. Witch, and look at uh, lots of movies t- took three years to get picked up. Look and at Record of
1: Sweet Murder. We we loved that one, and uh, right. So I like haven't watched that. Yet. You guys watch it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, You guys, you should see that. Definitely.
0: So it does take time uh, occasionally. You know, it it is the way it is. Even Black coach daughter. Remember, it didn't come out right away. It I mean, I don't. A, I don't know how this movie's
1: gonna 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 do. Look, listen. It's it's. I'm not. I I hope a lot of people see it. I mean, there. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people that are anti-Semitic. So I don't know. Like, hopefully not within the horror community. No, and I they, doubt that. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I, that's it's probably so funny, yeah. that's probably a that's reason for you know that there's not many. Jewish horror films. I said it's so funny, but I I didn't mean it.
2: But no, it's I so don't. funny. There's all these antisemitic. No, I. It's so I never. It's just never been part of me or anything like that. Yeah. And, and it's funny how much more you see it being in an online uh, realm, but I definitely don't notice it so much in the horror community, unless it's jokes being thrown no, out I... knowingly that they're trying to get a rise out of somebody. But for me, I don't think. To me, I can't joke about that because I don't. I feel like there's too much pain there to to make it funny brandon could joke about it right. whatever would it wouldn't I wouldn't feel like it wouldn't feel natural to me it'd feel like it'd feel like I don't like just fake humor I don't know thought like I'm grasping at something to be controversial or whatever. and i feel yeah. like it,
1: it's all, like it was almost <laughs> intentional the scene where like he tries to escape and and she's like it, the, the demon will just bring you crawling back here yeah, it was cool and that was cool but I also felt like it was sort of like A metaphor for how he froze up like it was tormenting him in the way because he he couldn't even reach out and call for the cop that he saw he like froze literally like because his bones Uh, were crunching Uh.
0: i think the movies aren't as popular because they're just a tougher sell because yeah christianity is what sells in the united states it's the number one religion that's what it is i don't think that people think that enough people are going to resonate with a jewish horror movie that's what I think, you know, I think people see it as a gamble. I don't think it's anything about people being anti-Semites. Of course there are, but I just don't, I mean, you see everything now. If there's a big enough audience, I mean, honestly, last year, and I didn't talk about it on the year-end show, but I'm listening to a lot of them now. It seems they're coming out later this year than they usually come out, so I'm listening to them currently. And as I'm listening to people's countdowns and their their numbers and, you know, their, their movies, I'm noticing that there were, and I didn't mention it, but... There were a lot of black horror movies last year. A lot. I'm talking like six or seven. Like, Or prior to that, you're lucky to get one a year. Mm. Obviously, that's the new trend because of Jordan Peele and what he's done. But all of a sudden, boom, that and comedy horror. Comedy horror made a huge splash in 2020. I'm listening to people. I heard a, a podcast and a guy just came in and called up his list, a listener of that podcast, and gave my top 10 horror comedies for 2020. That's how many there were, so we didn't bring that up on the show. And I know I'm sidetracking, but it just it just occurred to me. I think that it could happen. I just don't. I don't know. Maybe you need well, a couple of Jewish filmmakers to come out and make a big splash like Jordan Peele did, and then people will yeah. follow suit. Well, this Who is. A, su- I
1: mean, this is this is a great start.
0: Yeah, indeed. no, for yeah, sure,
2: for sure, for sure. It's frustrating though because of all the movies, Brandon, that you mentioned, or and we know that are on Amazon Prime right now free on their services prime that Blumhouse dropped on that service. It was yeah. Blumhouse, correct? I'm not I'm not incorrect there it was yeah. This one or, should have been or, out there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: This one it, this one should it, have easily have been a part Exactly. Of
2: it. Exactly. That's where I'm going with it. But maybe they thought there was life into it and they didn't just want to drop it there. They thought they'd release exactly. it VOD and right. and for rental first then it will make its debut maybe but it just feels weird that it took 2 years but like you said you brought up a lot of valid points for other movies and guys i i do apologize cuz i am running quickly out of time here as i'm going to i'm the, responsible for a drive in 3 minutes and i'm running really out of time so i don't know if there's any other points that you want to make i'll stop talking
1: I, you got a point? I, I literally don't have to say anything else i mean i could talk about it more but i could literally just say that it's easily my favorite movie of the year so far. Definitely recommend checking it out. Yeah,
2: I was very happy with it. Yeah. Thoroughly, as I think our review and our, our talk has talked about I I didn't know what to expect and it had nothing to do with it. I just I hadn't heard anything about it. Like I was looking at 2019 and knew that we were doing it, it was coming out now, and that we were gonna do it for the show. That's what I knew. And that we're pairing it with the possession because there was a Jewish themed to it. And it was it was Amazing from a filmmaking standpoint and from from an actual thematic standpoint as well. It was great.
0: Yeah, it's definitely my favorite of the year so far. I, I can say that. And that hallway scene at the end, when we, when we see the monster and everything, with them going down the hallways. Oh, I didn't mention oh. it. It's excellent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: such it's great, so such see. great cinematography, sound design, acting from a technical standpoint. The score, <laughs> score from a technical standpoint, it's a near perfect film. And, and you know, from a story standpoint, you know, from an entertainment standpoint, in terms of keeping you engaged, it's probably close too. Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, I didn't, I don't give it a perfect score yet, anyway. But yeah. uh, this is yeah. certainly uh, one I'll be adding to the collection and rewatching. For sure,
2: this is this is. Yeah. I've added my right, right now. I have four four movies that I can feel if if you know that would make that would accompany or encompass a top four right now uh, for the year four standouts and 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 this is definitely a top contender so
1: yeah it's it's starting to build now it was a slow start but i'm starting to watch some in the last couple of weeks that are uh that are starting to make some uh some headway
0: it'll happen it always does it always yep. does okay let's be out we got to go love All you right, guys. guys thank you peace See out you again episode.